Now fuck it. Silence. God damn it. <laughs> what the fuck? This is weird, man. Is it, though? I mean, everybody does podcast nowadays, so... Yeah, but now you're trying to talk in a certain way. Your arms are crossed, you're nervous. I am. Pretend like the mic's not I mean, here. I'm gonna start shaking in my chair. Like, <laughs> oh, he's coming for me. Pretend this alien dick mic is not in front of your face. Why do you drink your coffee like that? Fuck you. <laughs> God damn it. So the baseball bat. Oh, yeah. So, uh, this place has got a, like, the cellar door, like, from, you ever seen Evil Dead? Or, like, the Army of Darkness? Where, oh, yeah. Yeah, where, like, the chick pops out. and Yeah. You. Yeah, so I have that kind of cellar door, right? Yeah. It's under that rug. And I'm pretty sure there's like, got to be, like, a bunny or a squirrel or something that, like, is either scratching at the base of the house or, like, gets into the basement somehow. And it was, like, the first weekend that I moved in here. So, like, I just paid rent in my security deposit. And my landlord's text me she's like deal if you need anything let me know and I'm not I don't want to be like hey man there's a critter and I'm fucking freaking out cause that shit's scary as shit I went down there baseball and had a baseball bat in hand like I was ready to swing for the fences you know uh, Babe Ruth it just did you get it? no I didn't see it uh, no. to be honest every time I opened the door I opened the front door and the screen door so in case something came out it would like hopefully just bolt out the fucking front door and yeah. I didn't have to worry about it yeah, grown ass man shaking like a leaf, like oh god, it's coming for me. I thought about grabbing the gun, but I'm like, mm, that's probably gonna end up shooting myself at that rate. What if it's a ghost? Well, then I'm really screwed. Yeah, I've watched Supernatural, man. I know. Oh shit, you got I, some salt, man. I ain't got no rock salt around here. <laughs> that's a good show, though. I like that show. They came out with a prequel now. Yeah, I, I haven't watched it, that. but. Yeah, there's a. That's for your burrs. There's burrs on the right side of the right driver's side of the house. Yeah. I'm gonna pull all that. Come spring. Try to clean this place up a bit. Call your landlord. You said if you need anything to call him. Yeah, I'm not gonna make him do yard work. Tell him. Pull the weeds, fucker. Pull the weeds or lower the rent. That's what I'd say. Well, I'm figuring if I make this place look nice enough, they might drop the rent because I make it look nicer. Then they can just like double charge the next guy or some shit. Or double charge you. We got a nicer house now. Oh, I'd be like, uh, bitch, I made it this nice. Yeah. So they can suck my left nut. How's it work? It's all right. They got a lot of lot of dumb rules they're putting into work. Right yeah, now. you said the dispatcher's fucking you over. Well, so it's a. Uh, it used to be we could just call our dispatch if we had a problem. You know, like, they give us a tablet, uh, and you're, you can, like, message your dispatch team, the safety team, and one other one, and nobody ever uses them except for the dispatch. <clears throat> well, they're like, you need to use that to get a hold of us instead of calling us, because otherwise we're on the phone 24-7 with drivers and corporate, and we can't get anything done. Yeah. Well, yesterday, I had this, like, 1,200-pound toolbox that was supposed to go to this guy's shop or whatever. Nice snap-on toolbox. It was, like, cranberry color. And so I get there. No lights on, no cars, nobody at, nobody at this place. I called him, gave him, like, 10 minutes to at least get to his voicemail and let me know what's going on. I didn't get anything back. 
so I messaged on this tablet uh, to work. I was like, hey, this is what's going on. Uh, nothing. Like, didn't hear back. So I'm just like, well, they don't. They say we can't call them. So I let a half hour go by. I'm just sitting here. Not making, you know, I'm making money, but not making the company any money. Yeah. And eventually I was like, all right, a half hour is a bit ridiculous. <laughs> so I call her. You know, her name is Kim. I don't like Kim, so, you know, somebody wants to, whatever, egg your house with the millions of dollars they have for eggs. <laughs> um, but I was like, do you get my message? She's like, no, I've been on the phone with corporate all day. I was like, man, you know, you guys want us to call you, but or, you know, not call you, but it's 30-second-old problem that could have been solved in this little conversation on the phone. It's now taken over a half an hour. So, they gonna fix it or no? No. Just like they want you to take your lunch break between your like, it's like your third and sixth hour of work. Yeah. And you do that and you miss all your pickups. You know, you can't pick nothing up because everything closes at, like in my area, pretty much closes at four. Yeah. You know, and then they're all mad. Like, well, you know, how come you can, can't make any pickups? I was like, well, gotta take my lunch break when you said to. You know, because when I first started, it used to be you could tell you your break was voluntary, basically. Like, yes, you still got one. You know, like, if you wanted it, it was there. Right. But even if you didn't take your lunch break, they would take two and a half hours out of your paycheck every week. You know, so it's a half hour oh, every day. Oh, yeah. You, you know? said two and a half hours, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, so half hour every yeah, day. Yeah. That's it. Quite the uh, shit show. Yeah. Yeah, they pushed us back to where we don't start till 8.30 in the morning. I used to show up there at 7. You know, so now my truck doesn't get loaded until 9.30, 10 o'clock. You get know. to sleep in. Yeah, but uh, biologically, I just wake up by like 6, 7. Yeah. What time do you get off then? Whenever. Really? Uh, Come back and work with me again. No, no. Did you see, uh, buddies... Going over there? Our buddy? Our buddy, yeah. yeah. I was over at Buddy's job uh, <laughs> site. Yeah? Yeah. Where he was working before? Yeah, at the, uh, what is that, over off of County O. Oh, okay. I've had to deliver some death fluid. Coffee? Diesel, diesel exhaust fluid. Oh, nice. Uh, it's the wilderness me. There's people that don't know what that is. I totally knew what that was. <laughs> totally? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, so what about you, man? What's new with you? Nothing. Wife had a tonsillectomy, so... Is that like a appendectomy? Yeah, almost exactly. Either, I don't know what either one of those are. Perfect. So. <laughs> um, a tonsillectomy is the removal of your tonsils. Oh, so something that probably should have been done when she was like 12. Yeah, probably. It's a lot worse when you're an adult, so... I kind of took a break from my stuff for a while, the comedy and whatnot, but... Hopefully getting back to that. I was going to go this past Thursday and do an open mic, but I had to work Friday. I had to be in lacrosse by 8 o'clock, so I had to be up at 5, so that's kind of rough, but... Yeah, I would not want to be all the way up in lacrosse at 5.30 in the morning? I had to leave at 5.30 and be there by 8. Yeah. Getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it's kind of... 
stupid they don't just do it over Zoom, and then they print out an entire safety packet for each one of the 120 employees. So Why don't you just email it or put it in a PowerPoint that you look at while you're on the Zoom meeting? Yeah, now you're thinking. Yeah, they uh, they are a very inefficient company, but yeah. So you look at some companies and you're just like, why is it? Why why are the big brains, big brain people on the bottom end of this? Yeah. Like, why is it? Why is the smartest person in the building the guy pushing the broom? Exactly. You know, making like I don't know what seven twenty five. I don't know what minimum wage is now. I haven't made minimum wage in years. Well, aren't you just fancy pants? Look at me with my slightly above minimum wage pay. <laughs> I make minimum wage every week. Drive time. Yeah. Yeah. I drive all the time. Yeah. Must be nice. Sitting on your ass. Yeah, it's pretty nice. You fucking lazy piece of shit. All I do is hold the steering wheel and yell at other people for being in my way. It's pretty great. My girlfriend asked me what I do on a daily basis in the truck, and I was like, well, you know, it's pretty mundane. I listen to horror story podcasts and fight the urge to run people over. Nice. What horror story podcast? Uh, The one I've been listening to is uh, called Horror from the Heartland. Okay. I've been trying to find one to listen to, but a lot of them suck, so... Yeah. uh, This guy's pretty good. He's... Got a good creepy voice, I guess. Nice. Better sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, better sponsor us. <laughs> uh, this is so and so from so and so, and here's a podcast from these two random people in small town Wisconsin. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, comedy's hard out here, man. I gotta drive uh, out. Well, the town next door just opened up a club. Yeah, just see the comedy cabin? Yep. So, yeah, shout so. out to the comedy cabin. Yeah, I wanted to check that out, but I was, honestly, I'm, I want to see you up there just so I can heckle you. They got an open mic next Tuesday, the 24th. Yeah, see, it's got to be a weekend thing, though. I got... Yeah, see, that's my issue. Open mics aren't on the weekend. Yeah. Because big shows are what the weekend's for. Well, like, it's because, you know, back to your question, like, when, like, when I get done. Yeah. Like, most of the time, I don't walk through that door until 8.30, 9 o'clock at night again. Oh, gosh. You know, so I'm on the road 10 to 12 hours a day. So it's like my uh, my girlfriend would ask me on you know Tuesdays or even Fridays she wants to go get dinner with you know her and her family and it's like well as much as I'd like to go and tell you I'm gonna be there God knows what time I'm gonna get off of work you don't want to go do I yeah her her sister's a bit weird you said that kind of loud you want that left in. As long as I don't know who we are. All right, Kyle Rudolph. You fuck. <laughs> All right, foreskin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what was it like in the NFL? No, oh, it was uh, it was great. You know, I uh, I'd wear this. No, yeah, there's terrible dogs next door. Oh, nice. Across the street. No dogs are terrible. Just terrible owners, man. No, no, this dog does not shut the fuck up. Oh, it's terrible. It's the owner's fault. Uh, it is the neighbor across the street. Oh, that one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the upside, their dogs stay in their yard. That's nice. I, I, think, I guess they got an invisible fence. Yeah. So it doesn't... Um, my girlfriend's got a dog. Right? No boxer pit bull or no boxer great dane brindle looking thing. I don't no. Know. But uh, he's really skittish. He's a big dog, but he's like... A big pussy. Yeah, well, I think he might be retarded. Oh, nice. Like, he shits in the house. 
it sounds like he's just an asshole. Well, you know, and then he's, he just fucking just do dumb shit. Yeah. You know, typical dog things. And, uh, like, for the longest time, he wouldn't shit outside. No. No. But he'd be outside. He would stake him up there for hours, walking around. He wouldn't do nothing. As soon as he'd bring him inside, shit on the floor. Huh. Well, you know, she finally got him in a crate, you know, got him like a crate train, basically. Yeah. But anywho, so, my neighbors, to my, was my left, technically. Your what? The neighbors, like, to the left. You know, so like, oh, just yeah. my front door. Next door neighbor, yeah. Uh, they have two German Shepherds, and smell like kind of dog. But, my girlfriend takes the dogs out in the back, or her dog out in the backyard, I'm like cooking dinner or whatever, and all of a sudden I just hear fucking, oh shit. And yep, here comes all three of their dogs busting through their door right into the, uh, my yard. Jesus. And I was like, god damn, that's a three on one fight, and it's just her. Was it a fight or no. was it a playful thing? No, it was uh, like, who the fuck are you oh. kind of deal. But like, he can't read dogs' intentions right. until, you know, so I'm like, until they're right there. Now yeah. I'm gonna have to go and like drop kick three dogs. <laughs> you dropped, oh my god. I'd love to see you drop kick anyway. Yeah, I could probably drop kick the bottom of that washing machine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you might have to get a jack and a crane to pick me back up. But they got those. Uh, what was this one of them recliners that stand you up? No. Oh, my oh. grandma had one of those. Yeah, my yeah. Uh, my grandpa. Had, I think I've had a couple of grandpas that had those. Another 20 pounds, you might need one, man. I know, I'm fucking... No, you look good. Are you losing weight? No. Well, I'm not. It's really good. Back to the gym, dude. Dude, it's... I'm, I'm gonna have to. Like, Are you still paying for it? No. Oh. I'm gonna have to go to a different gym. Why? Oh, they, you changed bank accounts. No, no, they're trying to charge me like 700 bucks. What? Uh, yeah, that gym. They're trying to charge me like $724. For why? For the membership. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I used the gym twice. Yeah. Like, they, and it was in that trial period. You didn't sign up, like, uh, for a two-year? No. Even a two-year? I mean, usually it's only, like, 300 bucks to cancel. Like, pay it off and be done with it. Yeah, but yeah, they fucking... They... Fuck. Yeah. Why don't you go back... Why don't I go back? Yeah. Because they'll be like, $700, please. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, just pull that out of my ass. It does suck, because it's probably the best gym around. Yeah. But I mean, like, when I was working, you know, before I was driving a truck, I didn't really have to worry about it, because I was always moving. Right. You know, 10, 11 hours a day, just constantly going. And I'd do that intentionally. I wouldn't stop, because... Then I'd get tired. Yeah. But now I, like, I've, I can even feel it, you know, getting in and out of the truck or whatever. I'm just like, oh, man, like, you know, my hips are fucking stiff or something. I'm just like, right there, I'm like, I gotta start, you know, working out, getting loosened back up. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, I'm gonna be 600 pounds in this truck, <laughs> you know. What do you eat? Gas station food. Oh, my God. There's your problem. You lose weight with just eating better. No, yeah. Well, I mean, like, 
I didn't eat until they started forcing us to have to take breaks. I would just plow through the day. Yeah. You know. Bag of beef jerky or something. Not even. Really? It would be just a bottle of water. Yeah. You know, and keep on trucking. And now you have to stop. So it's like, well, I'm going to, I have to be sitting here for a half hour. It's not like I can go do anything else. It's not like I go play a game or something. Right. So, you know, sitting at a gas station twiddling your thumbs for a half hour what are you going to do smoke five cigarettes back to back or quit smoking well if you quit smoking then you're going to want your hands and mouth busy so then you're going to start eating more chips lot lizard it get them hands and mouth busy man that'd be terrible I don't think I don't think they have those for uh, for day cab people uh, I guess I guess an over the road thing you can start a whole new business day cab truck day cab hookers and there you go man Make a lot more money you than you only on those 20-minute sprints <laughs> between stops? Jesus. At least you're home every night, I mean. Yeah, that was that was my big, like, before I got a girlfriend, I would, could, really could have cared less. Right. Because I was like, what else am I going to do? Yeah. And I was like, what now? I was working like 12, 13-hour days when they would let me, because I was like, what do I got to go home to? What? I don't have a dog, I don't have kids or anything like that. So I was working all the time. And I was really thinking about, you know, maybe I should just go over the road. Yeah. You know. You just, they, like, at that point, I wouldn't even move down my sister's basement. Yeah. Just because it was like, at that point, you're only, you know, live, having a place to lay your head for a week. Right. You know. A week, a month or something. Exactly. And I'm not going to pay if getting, you know, $1,000, $1,100, whatever it is. You know, for a week. Yeah. I'd be like, suck my ass. She was charging you that much? No, my sister was charging me like 400 bucks. Oh, that's not that bad. No. They kept telling me, like, you don't have to move out, you don't have to move out. I'm like, as a man, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, see, that's my trouble, is like, my parents' basement, where I rent right now, is mm-hmm. as big as an apartment. And yeah, as a man, I should move out, but, like, my parents are also in a spot where they need a shit ton of help. And yeah, like you're taking care of your parents at this yeah. rate, you know, and assist. It fucks with my head, though, because, yeah, like... Yeah, I mean, it does, like... I should just go buy a house, but... The part that got me, which obviously isn't something that pertains to you, is you're married and whatnot. But I was like, man, it is really hard to bring some bitches home. Right, yeah, like, I'd get that part. I'd be like, hey, you want to come over to my sister's basement <laughs> yeah. we gotta be quiet though cause my niece sleeps right above me yeah that's that's like, a little iffy yeah I'm not gonna the only ones that you find that are like yeah are like the ones you should be saying no yeah yeah my, I mean if I was single I probably would've bought the house right up the road from my parents it was tiny and yeah well I mean that's why I got this place it's <coughs> perfect for a single dude right yeah you know. I got I got to clean that room out a little bit because that was just like my catch-all room yeah. know, when I moved. But you know it's got a spare bedroom, so I mean somebody gets drunk or family comes down or you know people have premarital fights or whatever the fuck they need a place to crash. There's a room. Yeah. Got a lot of chewy boxes for not having a dog, man. They work great for moving. Yeah, they do. Big big box. But I don't really understand why my sister gets big ass boxes and all she has is a cat and a fucking rabbit. Jesus. Yeah. 
I get big ass boxes, but I got a yeah, shepherd. You have, and you have like seven. You have a zoo, is what you have. Well, I got two dogs. I got a German shepherd no. and a Shiba Inu, and then uh, the rabbits are all gone, man. I don't yeah. know if you knew that. No, but what about like the other seventeen dogs and the lizards? Seventeen dogs. My parents have two dogs upstairs. We have two dogs in like the downstairs area. And that's it. And then there's like another 13 that live in the middle section somewhere. Like pop up out there's of the fucking walls. No other fucking dogs. Dude, time I, was there, I swear there was like a hundred of them things. You got double vision, man. Oh, God. Four dogs and now I think we have like... 13 lizards? Probably, yeah, something like that. Yeah. My kid got a snake, so... Yeah, see? Yeah, Jesus. You got a whole ass See, it's nice though because we have a big area. And I'm able to help my parents. That's my conundrum. I just feel like shit for not just taking the next step but when we move we're talking about Texas so yeah but that's a you know that's a pretty far stretch from your parents it, that's my big issue yeah like I, mean, I want to save money for Texas but I want to be close to my parents so that's pretty much what I got yeah I mean about. like I, I think the Texas thing would be a viable option you know afterwards yeah you know well my dad also Likes the sound of Texas because with his nerve damage in his neck, he the fucking cold in Wisconsin. Yeah, it's a bitch. I he doesn't go outside. He gets upset for three months. So I consistently ask myself why I live where the wind hurts my face. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, I mean it was fun when we were kids. Snowball yeah, fights, snowboarding. Yeah, but I mean like I think Wisconsin for the most part during the winter is like a I don't like I don't necessarily want to say like a young person state. Just, no. You know, but I mean, like, old people got a hard time in the winter. Yeah. They got, they got arthritis. Their bones start to freeze up. It's like they looked at Medusa. They're all outside checking the mail. It's like... Hey, yo. You know. Fucking freeze out there like the top of Mount Everest. Yep. I've seen... Was that Billy Madison? Yep. No, it wasn't Billy Madison. Yeah, was, or Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds, yep. that's right. Yeah, because Billy Madison, he was, like, half retarded. Yeah. I mean, every movie is, like, half retarded, but... Yeah. Adam Sandler might just be half retarded. God, he's such a great guy, though. He is. He is a very good guy. Yeah. Fucking, um... I was about to say something. Were you? Mm-hmm. Were there going to be words that flowed from your... Oh, no. Orifice? I've noticed every year I get older, the cold fucking pisses me off. Oh, yeah, it sucks more. more. Every year it just gets worse and worse. Yeah, you, you like you you can't tell if it's you or if the winters are actually like getting colder. Yeah, it's oh, having a kid helps, I guess, because he always wants to be outside and seeing him have fun is nice. But oh yeah, if it's cold out, I just stand in front of my door and just, like, yeah. grumble about it. <laughs> he wants to go outside in negative ten weather. I'm like, no, no. Oh yeah, do my sisters fuck my niece? Yeah, it was. I don't know, like maybe ten degrees out. Yeah. She just got out of the shower, you know, and, like, she's dressing up, but she got, like, barefoot, wet hair still. Yep. And, yep, she wants to go run around outside. And we're like, are you retarded? Oh, yeah. No fucking... You have a popsicle by the time you hit the end of the driveway. Yeah. You're saying retarded a lot, man. That's kind of rude in 2023. Yeah. Is it, though? If you're thin-skinned, yeah. Huh? If you're thin-skinned, yeah. Yeah, well... Everybody should be able to laugh at those. Actually, oh my gosh. So in Dubuque... You got a good story? Let's hear it. Oh, it's sort of a story. In Dubuque, I got this buddy. He's a comedian, but he's he's retarded. And he has no gripes or problems. He gets mad at people 
that get mad about the word retarded. So I feel like I know who this is. He's a comedian. Oh, like like a he's bona, not bona fide comedian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought you were talking about uh, you know, our in our friend group. Yeah. No, well, he's he's retarded, but in his own way. But <laughs> yeah. Anywho. But no, um, he goes up there and oh my god! Last time I was in the book, he pretty much called the entire. Ah, uh, never mind. He called the entire audience something that, uh, so it's a tomato throw show. Okay. And, um, I don't know, like, is, there, is the goal to get tomatoes thrown at you? Yeah. Well, the winners are the least tomatoes and the most tomatoes. Mm-hmm. And he got bombarded with tomatoes by the audience. So, he like, says some offensive shit. And are I, these I like love real this kid. tomatoes or? No, they're like stress ball tomatoes. No, I just have fun out of it. it. It's still a lot of fun. So, I mean, like, are, are, like what, what are the rules on throwing said tomatoes? Um, you gotta try not to aim for the face. Um, comedians will hit each other in the balls a lot. Like, once in a while we'll throw a tomato at each other. That, like, that's kind of what I was hoping for. Like, yeah. Like, is it alright if, like, if you were up there at this tomato show, halfway through your joke, can I just whip a tomato and hit you with the sack? Well, yeah. I mean, try not to whip them. That's... Tim, the manager at the comedy bar up there, he, he kind of watches for... Major League wannabes throwing fastballs. But well, if it's you, I'm throwing a fastball, and then I'm going to look at him like... Your fastball is like 20 miles an hour, though. Okay, so. my fastball. Okay, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Blistering speed. 47 mile an hour. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you can be in Major League uh, bowling with that speed. Yeah. Right? Bowl, yeah. Bowling, they're going to want to put a steel plate at the back of that wall yeah. for that. We used to do that when we go bowling. We'd chuck that ball, see how, like we didn't care if it was a gutter or not. We just want to see how far, how fast, and then we would just progressively get heavier balls. Yeah. Oh man, what's a good story from our childhood, man? Uh, I mean, I am a fan of the uh, of the airsoft. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. You know, you're a liar. You're down. Uh, a little, I don't know if you want to call it a forest, more like a thicket. It's like a wooded area around a creek. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of like some uh, terrible like apple orchard from a horror movie. Like a C-class movie. Oh, I yeah. almost said B, but yeah. That's yeah. all private land now. We can't even go down there. Really? Yeah. Man, that's terrible. I'd go down there anyways. Shoot yeah. with an airsoft gun. Yeah. My guy was bow hunting last time I was out there, and uh, apparently he raised his bow at us. And then he came running like, what the fuck are you doing on here? It's private land. You can't be down here. I almost shot your ass. And bitch this out. And then the train tracks are public. So we just walked on the train tracks about a mile down and walked back in. Yeah. Hung out in the woods down there. But yeah. Oh, I, honestly, I probably would have been the dick. When he came back out, I would have got on the train tracks and then just like started like grabbing sticks and just banging them together. Yeah, yeah. Just being loud. It's like, if you want to ruin your hunt, you're going to be an ass. I just, who the fuck hunts by railroad tracks? Especially, that doesn't have a set schedule on them tracks. That's sporadic. No, and on like, top of that, that is, so you're, you're right there in uh, residential, basically. Mm-hmm. You know. Like, a, not even a quarter mile away from houses. I don't understand that. Well, I don't think you're really shooting an arrow a quarter mile. No. I mean, the closest part of the woods comes right up to my neighbor's house. Yeah, I know. So, 
Yeah, I remember because uh, it had that little bridge over the creek. Yep. Yep. Because I remember when we were kids, that was safe zone. Yeah. Yep. That's where our what? body got shot in the eye. Yeah. Once you once you got at or out, that's where you had to go. That yeah. Was, you know, we were your respawn point. I guarantee. I was always so outgunned with that stuff. It was ridiculous. Like my dad was such a stingy person. <laughs> I don't even know what happened to all my airsoft guns. I had an arsenal, man. Yeah, you did. Fuck. I had CO2 pistols. That battery fully automatic was yep. the last one I ever got. And Actually, I remember uh, the victim. He got shot with a... Are we not saying names? Uh, I mean, if they, if you don't think they'll care, we can say their names. I don't know, I mean, I feel like... I'm not saying, like, my company's name or nothing like that, but... Oh, um... Foreman Enterprises? No, I'm saying where I... My day job, I won't ever name them, because oh, I'll yeah. get in trouble. All right, so... Um, I guess, yeah, we just use their names. Wyatt. Yeah. There you go. Um, so, Wyatt got shot by Adam with that pump-action shotgun, my like, point brother. blank. Yeah. It was hilarious. On the safe zone. Like, yeah. No, I think it was. I think it was just the bridge that was, but like the game had concluded. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the game, and because we, we were all standing there on that, like where the I like, thought the, the game was it. almost over, and Adam like ran up and tried to do a drive-by shot with that shotgun no. he had. No, what it was was uh, like, I think Wyatt was out. You know, like he you know he was shot, and he was on his way back oh. to the safe zone or whatever. And his brother shot him. And he's like, I'm out, dude. And his brother just kept shooting him. Yeah. And it pissed him off. Wyatt, so he just turned around. Because Wyatt had that battery-operated one. He had yep. that AR. And he just turned around. sight. Yep. And he just, boom, just, you know, full-mailed at his brother. Because it was, you know, at Adam. Because... They're brothers. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, dude, I told you I was out. You keep shooting me. All right, you. Yeah. You know? And, yep, Adam was just like, I ain't taking this. And just... Bam! Point blank shot him. Did they go through the sight and hit Wyatt in the eye? No, I don't. I think Wyatt's gun was down. Oh, okay. At point. I thought he had a hole in the sight after this. It might have been. I don't remember that part, but I remember it was like right under his tear duct. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, damn, and like we all we all felt bad for him until he was like, (laughs) yeah, he said something. Yeah. Fucking. Yep. He's like, when you're out, you're out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He like trips up this little like two inch hill. Oh, I couldn't hold it together for that poor guy. Yeah. That was hilarious. I loved doing that. My favorite was the other Kyle in our friend group trying to be stealthy in the woods when he was 250 pounds. And not light on his feet at all. I'm the same way. He did get me once. He put his sweatshirt, like... I guess it shouldn't have got me because he can't climb a tree, but um, <laughs> he put it on like the lowest Worst branch cat ever. He put it on the lowest branch of this tree, and I'm like, "How oh, the fuck did he get up there?" And I went over there, snuck up behind it, shot it, and I'm like, "Fuck, it's not moving!" And he got me from behind, fucker. That's the smartest thing I think he's ever done in his life. I remember we were uh, this guy, and I'm trying to think. Who else was, was it? You. Couldn't tell you. No, it was uh, back when uh, lived in Mallwood, across the street from uh, bar. Okay, when we were little. Oh well, yeah, well like we we had like the uh, that house had like those apple trees in it. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I don't know if I ever went to your house when we were like sub ten. 
Oh no, this was like we were we were teenagers. Okay. But you know, but because uh, I remember this house had like a an elevated deck. Yeah. And there was you know a couple of like there was like three big oak trees and in between them there was a like a swing set basically okay. you know, like you know like a small playground for children and we were airsofting which is basically like a big open field yeah you know it was like yeah we have three options for cover oh, yeah you know and uh, it was not me then I'm, I don't yeah. think I ever airsofted over there so it might have been Landon but I remember I had like a it was like a spring loaded MP5 or something nice and uh, I think Landon had like two fully automatic pistols. Jesus. And there was the other Kyle hiding behind a tree with like a Sig Sauger knife, <laughs> like semi I like, had to pull it back every yeah. time. Which I mean, like the MP5, I had to rack it every right. time too. But mine was spring loaded, so it had a little more room. Yeah. And I remember like, I could see Kyle hiding behind the tree. And I was like, Pull trigger with my dumbass, put my finger over the barrel. Oh my god. And I shot ah. myself in the tip of the finger. God. Like, dude, it sucked. And I, like, I had a hard time, like, pulling the gun back now because my hand's all jacked up. Yeah. Well, then Kyle's standing behind the tree, plucks off a few shots, and luckily, you know, it was windy, so it's not like, you know, you're actually going to get hit by anything. We were, it's like we were in the movie Wanted, just curved the bullet. Yeah. Man. And so that's exactly what I did. I curved the bullet and hit him. Nice. Like, I freaking shot, and it went around and hit him right in the tip of the trigger finger. Oh! And it was, this was like a, oh, a 40 degree fall day. Uh. So, yeah, so like, you're, you're starting, you know, like, the cold's starting to set in, and everything hurts more when it's cold out. Yeah. And, yep. You just see him <laughs> flailing his arm out like a fish out of water, gun goes flying, he's like, motherfucker. You, you would have swore it was a mortal wound. Oh, like, yeah. he was He was going to die. I feel like we hurt a lot of our friends uh, when we, we were younger. I, we used to have firecracker wars, and I whipped one at that Kyle. Yeah. It popped right in his ear. He couldn't hear it for like three days. I I mean, it was funny, but I felt terrible. Oh, yeah. I mean. Looking back now that he's, you know, like, everything's fine. Yeah. Two years ago, I thought we were all adults, but uh, me, <laughs> Hunter, and Adam got together because Adam just got back. Yeah. And uh, we were just sitting around, and for some reason there was a bunch of fireworks there. And, yeah, I got shot with bottle rockets, roaming candles, fucking A. Yeah. It's still fun. We should get an airsoft thing going. Yeah. I was an asshole as a kid, man. I put a smoke bomb down Wyatt's shirt once. Oh, I remember that. Uh, oh, his dad was pissed. Yeah, well, I think his dad might have been mad, but... His dad also kind of knew. Looking back on it now, he knew we were just fucking idiot kids. So, I mean, the old was basically, you know, same thing. They same things they did. Yeah. Yeah. Doing dumb shit to each other. Yep. I mean, you know, were were you there? And that's that's how boys learn. Oh yeah, that was at your house. Which one? We got shit faced. This is. I don't even know if I want to say this, but this is the most asinine thing I have ever done in my life, and uh, I think I took a real introspective look at myself after this night and changed who I was. Well, so I'm, I'm glad that <coughs> that could be part of this. Yeah, so we got shit-faced out at your dad's house. And oh, this is his wedding? Or when he was on his honeymoon? Maybe. Because oh, that, that was a terrible night. 
with all the booze. Yeah. Yeah. And Landon was gone. Yeah, yeah, that was a terrible night. So anyway, I don't know why I couldn't make it to the bathroom, but I pissed in a water bottle, like, all night. Set it off to the side. You were outside. Yeah, I know. You lived in the country. I I was, yeah. I don't know what I was doing. But All you anyway. had to do was just like walk out of where like the firelight was. And I know, pissed. <laughs> I know. But Landon was maybe two hours later. Landon was just shit faced oh, on yeah. the ground. We were playing with a soccer ball. Maybe it was a basketball. Playing like kick it around. Yeah, it was. Uh, and I kicked old copper, it. R.I.P. Yeah, I heard. kicked it in the direction of Landon and hit him with the schnoz, didn't you? Yeah, it <laughs> smoked him in the face. And after That's that. Awesome. That's not the worst part. Oh, no, it gets better? Yeah. After that, he's like, uh uh-huh. He's laughing it <laughs> off. He's like, can somebody just get me some water? And I handed him the water bottle I've been pissing in. And, uh, yeah, that is, I think, the worst thing I've ever done to a human awesome. being. That is awesome. How did I so ever bad. hear that of that until now? Oh, I was like, man. God, that had to have been at least, like, seven, eight years ago. Uh, I've been with my wife for nine years, and I know it was... Oh, no, dude. This was like... I was still in high school. My senior year, I think. It must have been 11 years ago. Oh, yeah, I suppose it was. It was before I got in trouble with the law, so... Yeah. I was out drinking. The only other time I... mm, Never mind. I didn't drink on probation. Not once. Not once. I think the statute of limitations is passed. Oh, okay. Well, then it's always Khalifa's fault, because... uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went to his concert, and I just was around everybody who wasn't sober. And whoops. So did you ever do edibles? Like, marijuana? Yeah. No, those are illegal. Shut like, the fuck. Yes. Here and there, I mean... So I mean, like, like would anything crazy? Not really. You know, just like, straight zonked you out? No. Oh. What about you? I... Oh, you used to... Mm. The guy that used to be your boss, huh? Yeah, so yeah. I, I we recently went and paid him a visit. Oh, really? Yep, and I bought a dozen cookies off of him. Oh, Jesus. And, uh, yeah, they were, they were just as good as I remembered. Oh, God. So, I, uh, <laughs> it's great. Um, my girlfriend comes over. You know, yeah. Just, like, that's the only way that she will consume marijuana is in an edible. Yeah. I don't know, she just doesn't like to doesn't want to damage her lungs or whatever. A lot of people smoking. just, it hurts their throat yeah. or something. You know, so I mean, which is fine. So I was like, all right, well, I'll get some cookies. Plus, my sister's been asking about it, you know, so I'm like, I'll pick some up. And, uh, give the girlfriend one. And, like, 45 minutes later, she's sitting on my floor in the fetal position with my sweatshirt on inside out. Jesus. Like, got her knees tucked up into her chest, like, hood pulled over, just... Like rocking, and I'm like, like, are you good? And you know, she nods. All like, all I ever got was like the rocks in her head moving. <laughs> you know, so she's like, nod, yeah. You know, I'm like, or do you need something to drink? She, no. You know, you want something to eat? No. You want another cookie? No. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I don't really partake in anything anymore. No. I, Started giving me panic attacks about a year yeah. and a half ago, and see, I keep hearing that that oh. like people like you know. Um, I don't know if it's like they, it's a regular, like they consume it regularly to the point where like, I don't know if like it's their body telling them like, you're done with this and they have, you know, those kind of deals or. Well, I think a big part of it is, so 
after my son was born, I completely quit for, I don't know, yeah, that's, five, that's... six years, and then I started doing it again, but only after he went to bed at night. And in high school, when I was just a massive fucking pothead, I'd smoke weed, but then I'd go do something. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'd be productive. And then when I started doing this, it'd just be, I'm going to smoke weed and go to bed. And, like, it makes you think. And I think, like, in my head, I was just, I'm not being productive with my life. I'm not doing anything with my life. Yeah. And it just started going over, like, you're going to die one day. Yeah. And what do, you, what do you got to show for? You exactly. fucking loser. Yeah. Yeah. So, right now, I, I really don't consume anything, but... Excuse me. Trying to get more productive. Yeah. I need to start following through with the whole comedy thing. So I'm trying to do (coughs) one a week at least. So like up that, but now you were saying that uh, it's hard around here for comedy. Like, is that just because there's not venues for it, or is like like is it competition? Because that's basically what comedy is, though, right? It's like you're in a way you're competing. So it used to be that way, um, from the sounds of it in like bigger cities, it's a lot more like teamwork, I guess. Everybody, like when I go to Dubuque, I love those guys. I mean, they're all awesome. Uh, can I get a refill actually? And, uh, they build me up. They, even though it's two hours away, I feel like Dubuque's my, my hometown for comedy. They uh, they build everybody up. They care for each other, and they want to see everybody succeed. I mean, yeah. we all bust each other's balls, but it's it's not a competition. We all want to do good, you know. That's fine, but um, yeah. So I know back with like Carlin and Pryor, and back in those days, it was more of hey, if you get somewhere, then there's less for me. Right. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Right. Everybody can be successful if they work at it, you know. Um, so I wouldn't say it's as much of a competition nowadays. It's more like everybody's building each other up. There might be beefs. People don't like each other, but... Right, like other, you know, comics stealing other comics material kind of deal. Like right. That. And I haven't run into that at all, but... Yeah, but like, so... Is yours just like, uh... You've heard, like just personal experiences off of you or do you like yeah so a lot of it's personal experiences some of it is um that water is pretty milky oh it's hot water oh okay yeah I mean the volcano springs in in uh Yellowstone are totally milky water right they go through it I'm giving you shit it's fine but uh Look at that, it's already clear. Yeah, I saw that. That's why I started shutting up. Um. Idiot. <laughs> Talk to you about my water, I'll spit it. Yeah, but I I haven't really made connections down here with comedians. Uh, the guy who opened the comedy cabin, I mean, I've connected with him online, but I mean, I've never met him. and I haven't gone out enough down here. I think I've been to Milwaukee once. I've been to Dubuque four times. So, like, do you just go hang out with, like... The other Kyle, and then just like yeah, decide I to mean, go over there, or no, or is it like you go to this, you know, the I'm just gonna call it the comedy cabin because the comedy cabins in Janesville, comedy bar, is comedy in, bars, yep. okay, so 
you know, or is it something where, like, you decide that you're going to go to the county bar, and then, like, oh, well, I'm in the area, I might as well go hang out with Kyle. Right. Okay. And that's if Kyle's not working. I mean, when I go to Dubuque... Wait, isn't he a baker? Uh, yeah, he works at a bakery. I almost said the name. But anyway, um, if I go to Dubuque on a Thursday, it's for comedy. Okay. Because that's when their open mics are. Well, yeah. it's not... Their open mic used to be on Wednesdays. The Tomato Throw show kind of became the bigger thing. So, it's not... It's a show. It's not an open mic. Yeah. You actually got to be able to, like, put on a show. And I really oh, got to wow. work on delivery, I think. I mean, my timing's good, but I get nervous up there, so my opening bits are yeah. always kind of monotone until I get that first laugh, and then I loosen up, but... I can understand that. Like, you know, you don't post a whole lot on here. At YouTube? Least, at least not that I've noticed. Like, I'll see, yeah. like, your little, like, shorts, you know? Yeah. And obviously, I interact with those, but... I've been writing a lot of sketch comedy when I can't think of, like, stand-up material. I'll write yeah. sketch, and I got a few of those, but I just got to find time to start putting that together. And, uh, I don't know... I've been doing too much research and not enough action, I think, with stand-up because a lot of people say, like, don't put your stuff online because then you're burning material. So once it's online, you shouldn't do it on stage or whatever. Yeah, you basically can't use it again. Yeah, it's not like music. Like, musicians can put their shit online and then go perform it. If you put out... Well, let's just take, like, a big comedian, for example. Somebody puts out a special and then they go and try and reuse that material, like, they're going to get booed or... Not booed, but... They're going to get less... You're not going to get as genuine of a reaction as right. you would. Right, and you're not going to be moving in a progressive direction to put out another special, so... I don't know. It's got to be, be kind of hard, though, because then, like, you, you have to kind of, I guess, watch what you say, in a way. I don't really watch like, what I say. I mean, I don't say anything overtly, like, racist overly colorful. Or, yeah, I'm not gonna go out and say a fucking slur. Like, yeah, I wouldn't say that in my everyday life. I'm not gonna say anything on right. stage. But I mean, I'll make jokes. Comedy is weird. I mean, we we make jokes about nerds. We make jokes about retards. We make jokes about blacks and whites. We make jokes about gays and straights. I mean, we make jokes about cysts and trans. I mean, <laughs> you know, but. I just, I mean, oh. if you're in a comedy club, equality is there. Yeah. You need to laugh at yourself. Right. Everybody gets made fun of. And see, that's what I like, like, I'll, you'll, you'll see videos of, like, people getting, like, genuine, like, uh, audience members getting genuinely upset. Well, what happened to Dave Chappelle, like, did you ever hear about that? I, vaguely. Okay, so, he said something... Basically, his special on Netflix was, like, a tribute to his trans friend that committed suicide. Okay. But, yeah, there's a couple of trans jokes, but nothing super offensive. And at a show after that came out, somebody attacked him. They tried to come on stage with a knife or something. And, well, this guy got the shit kicked out of him. I would hope so. By a bunch of other... Yeah, the security. No. A bunch of other famous people, if you want to look it up. Um... Yeah, but anyway, like that's, if you're going to a comedy show, you need to expect to at least laugh at yourself about yeah. anything. Like, so don't go to a comedy show with thin skin, you're, you're going to be upset. I'm a believer that it's either 
it's okay to make fun of everything, or you can't make fun of anything. Right. And I don't want to live in a world where you can't make fun of anything. No. Because, like, you know, I'm, yesterday we were uh, at the bar. Yeah. And they were talking about kids, uh, and the bartender's like, yeah, you know, I call my kid a crotch goblin or whatever, <laughs> you know. Because uh, I think I made the term, or made the comment of a crotch critter. Yeah. You know, and so, and I looked at him, and I was like, you know, keeping children, or having children is basically just keeping cum as a pet. Jesus. <laughs> I feel like, you know, you probably can't say that in most places. Like, even my girlfriend, like, hit me in the ribs and was like, that's dumb. I'm never going to be able to look at kids the same now. <laughs> you can say it on stage at a comedy bar, though. Yeah. Or a comedy well, I mean, club. Like, you know, but there's... You know, when you deal with, like, with hecklers and stuff, like, you got to have, like, a, a quick wit. That's... So that, you know, so, that, so, like, they don't trip you up. Right. Because if you're in a, you know, I'd imagine it's like riding a bike, right? You know, yeah. Metaphorically. And this heckler would be, like, this pothole or the stick. Yeah. That goes in your wheel. Like, if you're not quick enough to dodge that pothole or, like, snap that stick where it lays, you know, then right. you're going to get tripped up and now your whole thing's out of rhythm. So the first comedy I ever did was at that comedy bar, the Tomato Throw Show. Yeah. It was, like, their second week because Open Mic used to be on Thursdays and I was planning this that for... Is hot. Yeah. Burn uh, shit on my tongue. Goddamn. I was planning to go on that Thursday for, like, a month. But then a week before they switched to a tomato throw show that night, and I'm like, fuck, do I really want to go get tomatoes thrown at me my first time ever on stage? And I was like, fuck it, yes, I'm going, I don't care. And the manager up there was like, "You, this is your first time, and you're doing the tomato throw show? And I was like, yeah. It's like, well, I'm either going to suck and get thrown tomatoes right. thrown at me, or I'm going to be great and get tomatoes thrown at me. So I look back on it, and uh, I actually think it's probably a better way to start, because you there's not really hecklers. If you want to do crowd work, you can talk to the crowd, but there's not hecklers. There's people that whip tomatoes at you. So just starting out, I almost feel like it's a, a better experience because you don't have to deal with that stick in the road like right. you're talking about. And uh, I think that actually helped me a lot. Uh, it was scary because I've never oh, yeah. been on stage. I didn't do theater. I didn't do, I mean, I did band, but I was a tromboner. I Drop, stayed yeah. in the fucking yeah, back, dude. In the back, in the middle. Yeah. Always sees me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is fucking hot. Yeah, I was, I was bobbing the pot. Yeah. So, Superman, your favorite superhero? You're a fucking idiot if you say yes. <laughs> he's so overrated. Yeah, but that, he's got a good reason to be overrated. But yeah, because somebody wrote him to have one weakness... Yeah. That nobody a has but space. Lex Luthor. Yeah, a magical space rock. Oh my like, god. He, he's a god. You can't do nothing. You can't fight him. He's a fucking alien. E.T. Yeah. is the same as Superman. Yeah, but E.T. good his ass whooped. E.T. can make a bike fly. So can Superman. Fuck Superman. <laughs> Superman he's your just favorite superhero? In that universe, I would say. Oh, man. That's... But if so, we're talking about like the Marvel Universe, I gotta go with Thor. Just because of the movies? You weren't a big comic buff when you were growing no, up, were you? No, I wasn't. See, I was. I still but, got like 3,000 comics in my closet. Dude, oh, I took uh, Rachel to that Kryptonite Collectibles. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was... Yeah, some fucking... You ever been in there? 
Yeah, I kind of spent half my childhood in there. So my brother used to play Magic, and I used to want to hang out with my brother, so I played Magic. I mean, I... Well, that's what, that's what uh, she does. Like, well, her, her friend does. Plays Magic? Like, her friend does, and, you know, she wants to hang out with her friends, so she, like... Well, Magic's gets, uh, cool. I got nothing against it. I've never played it. I remember, fun, I remember I played Pokemon in elementary school. They got Pokemon there, too. Yeah. And I played, uh, what was it, Yu-Gi-Oh? What was the yeah. other one? Yeah. You know, and, like, we, we, we went in there. We checked out the, the cards and whatever. We were just... She'd never been there. I'd never been in there. So Really? Like, not the one that was in the mall. Well, it's the same owners. Yeah. This like, one used to be over by um, Red Wing Shoes when that was there. Yeah, yeah now but it's yeah. over by, uh, what was it? That gum store, that gum store yep. and auto shop. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was kind of funny because she's like, hey, I've never been over there and I kind of want to check it out. I was like, oh, yeah, all right. So we went over there and I think I bought her a couple of uh, expansion packs for... Magic? No, for uh, Cards Against Humanity. Oh, nice. They have those there? Yep. We yeah, just bought the everything pack on Amazon. So. so they have... The guy was... I always find the people that work at these, like you know, kind of places that don't really do a whole lot of business. Yeah. You know? Kryptonite. Well, like, I mean, like, I don't know how to explain it. You know, like the Spencer's or Hot Topic. Oh, or like, you okay. know, like that kind of vibe in a store or whatever. Coffee. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, they're always like weird bubbly at the same time. That yeah. Sense. The guy's like, so I think we picked up the weed pack and like one other one and he's like he scans the weed pack and he's like this is the second best expansion they make yeah and I was like well, what's the best you know like I want some good funny cards and yeah he's like looks at me gets in real close he's like the ass pack man <laughs> and I was like First of all, why did you say it like that? Like, why did why did you lean in and tell me the ass pack? Like, well, making eye contact. Like, that just seems like you're trying to push my shit in. This sounds like I would act if I worked there. Because I would do this to people just to fucking have a good day. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm all for fucking with people, but... Oh, you never worked at Taco John's with us, did you? No. I... Oh, my God. I did not do the customer service very much. Yeah. At least not, not, not food-related customer service. Right. Well, Impractical Jokers was brand new when we were working at Taco John's, and we decided to do pretty much the same thing while working there. We fucked with people in the drive-thru. Uh, our buddy Brendan, he's had a cheese quesadilla thrown back at his face. Like, it was terrible. I mean, the... Like, from a customer? Yeah. Oh, um, my God. That's yeah. awesome. The freezer. Whenever our manager, manager, were you telling these customers to do this, or no. were they getting so riled up? Yes, that's awesome. Yeah, um, yeah, it was bad. I mean, that place was. If it was still that way, and I was talking about it, I'm pretty sure it'd get shut down. But I mean, there was drugs getting dealt out the drive-through window. Oh yeah, I know. I've... Well, yeah, you probably <laughs> frequent into the uh, the yep. establishment. There was yep. the fucking freezer. I mean, people that didn't. Combo? I'm sure you've probably been in the freezer at Taco John's before. Oh, yeah. They had cameras. People that didn't work there came to the freezer to party. I mean, yeah. we smoked pot, we drank. I mean, a bunch of dumbass high school kids. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was good times. 
I'll have to be young again. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, I remember, uh, did you ever go out to the party house, uh, Cody's? Cody, don't say the last name, but... Um, had a brother, house burned down. Oh, with, with that guy there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was there once or twice. But... Okay. So, like, you know where the house was. Yeah. Um, it's my favorite story about Landon. Do you remember that? Uh, I just told you my favorite story a little bit ago. <laughs> but yours, yours is, I think, funnier. I feel so bad, though. God, you made him drink your pee. Yeah. It wasn't a lot. It was mixed with water. I'll be fair. Okay, so like, you made him drink... Some pee. Yeah. <laughs> like I was, Basically, you made him drink Arnie Palmer. It wasn't. It was more water than pee. Okay, so Arnie Palmer light. Sure, let's go with that. <laughs> Um, but I remember, so we're all drinking, yeah, obviously we're teenagers or, you know, freshly out of high school. Yeah. But he had this, like, green Dodge Neon. That car was amazing. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. I love that car. Oh, yeah. It was, it was a fun car, but it was a shit box. I mean, be real. Well, yeah. You know. It's like Adam Sunfire. <laughs> There's a lot of stories there, too. Wyatt Saturn. Oh, God. The one without reverse? Uh, the one where he hit two deer in a week? Yeah. But, uh, well, so Lannon was trying to get with this, uh, I think she was like some redhead chick. I think her name was Katie, but I'm not entirely sure. But I'm going to call her that. I got another Landon story for you after this. <laughs> anyway. But uh, he thought that his green 90s fucking neon... Older than he was, probably. Yeah, was the key to pussy town. Oh, God. Uh, well, I had drove him there, and I had, like, that, uh, it was a 2000 F-150, that tan yeah. truck or whatever. It was, I thought it was really fast, but, I mean, it was quick, but it wasn't, like, you know, drag racer. Yeah. But, uh, he's like, hey, man, can you take me back to my car? And I was like, yeah, man, being a wingman, let me help you out, buddy. So we go, and this chick hops in the truck, too. For some reason, she has to sit in the middle. Drives me nuts. Like, there's a perfectly good back seat. Get the fuck back there. Yeah. Anywho. We drive there. Landon's, you know, all schmoozied up with this chick. I'm just paying no mind listening to my Brantley Gilbert album on repeat. Because that's... <laughs> pocket <laughs> Christ. <laughs> and, uh... We get to the... get to his house. Or, you know, we get to... Wyatt's house where his car was parked. Yeah. And he gets out. This chick just like slides over and just like stops. Like doesn't get out of the truck, leaves the door open and just stares at me. So Landon stops because obviously she's now right behind him. And he turns around, looks at her, then he looks at me and he's like giving me this glare. Like don't fucking do it. Yeah. I have zero interest in sleeping with this chick because I know. That's your boys. Well, that and I mean it's been around. Gotcha. You know, and I'm like, I'm not trying to get the gift keeps on giving. Yeah. <clears throat> and I, I looked at her dead in the eyes and I go, I don't give a shit what you do. Either ride, either get out of the truck or shut the fucking door. <laughs> like, I'm trying to go back to the party. <coughs> Let's fucking, you know, show on the road. Yeah. So she just shuts the door. She stays in the truck. Oh boy. And Landon's like, 
well, at least I know I'm going to beat you back. And I was like, did you just challenge me to a race over a girl? This isn't the Fast and the Furious. Family. <laughs> oh, well, you know, boys will be boys. Of course, now I've got now I've got to win. Yeah, you have to. Competition. Yep. You know, and I'm like, I'm all confident. I'm like, you got a little four-cylinder. I got a big old V8. You know, like, I'll run you over. <laughs> and I looked at this, so I looked at this chick and I was like, all right, I put your seatbelt on. Like, I don't. I don't lose races willingly. Yeah. We went flying down, like, uh, where my old man's house was, where you made him drink. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Okay, can we move on, please? (laughs) Doing over 120 at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. On that road? On that road. And I am literal inches off his bumper. Like, he looks in the mirror, all he sees is headlight. You know? Straight, reckless shit. Yeah. We, when we hit 90, this, like, the, you know, before we even left, I told the chick, was like, you know, I don't lose whatever. So yeah. Fucking shitty Vin Diesel line. <laughs> and she's like, she tried to play it off. Like, she's like, oh, I don't get scared that easy. And I was like, <laughs> you're going to. Yeah. <laughs> we hit 90, and she's got, like, her knees, like, slammed into the dash. She's, like, pushing herself off. I'm just, she's like, you think we could slow it down? I'm like, nope, he's still in front of me. Yeah. And, yep. Landon's like. He eventually moved, you know, and just let me by. And he's like, last time I looked at the, at the speedometer, it was like 123. Yeah. I get a text from my dad the next morning. And he's like, hey, man, you don't know anybody with a green shit box and a tan shit box running past my house last night around 2 o'clock in the morning. Do you? <sighs> no. I wouldn't know anything about that. That's... I stayed home. <laughs> yeah. Your dad knew. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. What was your latest story? Oh, I got a couple. Oh, okay. I also have a other Kyle story. Excellent. Jeez. How long you want this to go on? All right. I got nothing better to do. So me and Wyatt used to just drive around and get lost. Fucking go all over the state of Wisconsin. And, I got uh, roadies. Yeah, I mean, we were high, but... Yeah, well, I mean, that's the way to be. Yeah, and uh, this one time we were bored, we were just like, what are we going to do? And I don't know how, but we convoluted this story where we were broke down and getting picked up by some, like, backwoods, one-tooth motherfucker, and we trusted <laughs> Billy him. Joel there. Yeah, and we trusted him. We were in the back of his truck and all this shit, and uh, basically that we had gotten kidnapped. And this is what we <laughs> relayed to Landon over the phone, because we were like, you gotta fucking help us, all this shit. And then, uh, I don't know, half hour later, we called him again, said we were tied up in some bar and all this shit down in Illinois, fucking didn't know where we were, all this crap. And, uh, we had him completely convinced. I mean, convinced. Oh, these were the same night. So, um, his girlfriend at the time. That blonde? Yeah. The one yeah. that was way out of his league? Yeah. Uh, was with me and Wyatt, and we were just fucking giving yeah. him all this shit. And, uh, or no, she wasn't with us at the start. We went and picked her up. Oh, uh, yeah, the last we were all, no, we were all four going to hang out later, but, uh, Oh, so it was a gangbang. Yeah, yep. Anyway, we went and picked her up after we had convinced Lane and all this. 
And she's like, what the fuck's going on? Landon just called me. What is happening? I thought you guys were like fucking gone. And uh, she's like, we just started laughing. And she's like, oh, fuck. I got to call Landon. Apparently Landon was in the middle of dialing 911 when she called him. So thank God that, I mean, timing was perfect. We would have gotten in a shit ton of trouble. Oh, yeah. But uh, then later that night, I don't know how it happened. We ended up on Weary Road, which is like that haunted road yeah, right yeah. out here. And uh, I was in the Cobalt, you know, manual. And you're supposed to stop on the bridge and it won't Bad start. gears and passing queers, man. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so if you stop on the bridge in this haunted road, yeah. your car ain't starting again. That's the myth. Yeah. Well, it's real easy to trick a high school girl when you're in a manual car. Oh, you mean you don't just push down the clutch? Bingo. So we <laughs> went onto this bridge, and she's playing it up. Oh, I don't believe in that shit, whatever, you know. Yeah, I ain't scared. Yeah. You know, I got my big girl pants on. So I, I stop the car, and I turn it over. She sees the lights come on, and she's like, uh, why aren't we going? And I turn it over, and I turn it over, and I'm like, oh, fuck, Wyatt, we gotta do something. And right at that time, like, there's supposed to be a ghost train or whatever train somewhere just honks its horn. It was perfect. Fucking amazing. But me and Wyatt pretended to start, like, freaking out. And when you have a connection with one of your friends where you don't even have to plan a prank, and it's just like, okay, we got this. Wyatt's like, fuck, okay, I'm getting out, I'm pushing us off. Put it in neutral. Fucking Wyatt pushed us off the bridge and started right up. And she freaked out. Fucking, we go pick up Landon. Landon ruins everything. Landon, like, you know it's a manual car, right? And she was like, okay. And then he had to explain it to her. But I'm like, fuck! We could have done this again, you idiot! But Fucking idiot! Yeah, that was a good time. You know what is cool about that road? It's like, if you stand on that bridge, you know, and look down the road, it's like away from that farm. Yeah. You know, so you go around the corner, because that bridge is right at that corner. Yeah. So, yep. like, the section that is the bridge is on you look straight down that road obviously it's got that little chicane to it yeah with all the trees overgrowing yeah. it yeah but if you look down that road at night there you'll like off to the left you'll see like a little green light yeah right it looks like it'd be like somebody's house light or a yard light you know or maybe a headlight if the car was like way off the distance yeah you drive all the way down that road there's nothing down there that gives off any kind of green light not even a light. There's like one house. But Are you was... sure it's not like a uh, trail cam up in a tree somewhere? No, because it's in the, like, when you are standing on the road, you can tell it's in the middle of the field. Huh. Like the, like, where you have you your tree line here, and then it's bam. You know, obviously there's cornfield, but it's like, well, they're all down by the road. Right. So you, you believe know? in cryptids then? Like any kind of cryptids? Do you know what that is? Like Bigfoot, Loch Ness, okay, yeah, ghosts, yeah, aliens? Um... I don't know. None of it? You don't know about none of it? Like, ghosts, probably. I believe it. I 100% like, believe in like, ghosts. You know, like, uh, like kind of some ethereal realm kind, yeah. of, kind of deal. Like some I, other plane. Yeah, like I could get that, but as for, like, you know, obviously aliens got to be real. There's no yeah. possible way that they're not. Maybe they haven't been here, but... They're, Honestly, I, we're probably they probably just look at us and like these guys are fucking stupid. We yeah. didn't go there. Like we went there before. Look at them, they fucked yeah. it all up. Built a nice pyramids and now they're like, oh, where'd this come from? 
Man, the aliens built the pyramids. Man. No, man, the Transformers built it. And it's built Transformers are aliens, dude. Oh, man. Fuck. It's come full circle. Yes. Shia LaBeouf's going to be our hero. As long as I get to see Megan Fox, I'm alright with it. There you go. But, uh, I don't know, as for, like, uh, you know, Mothman. You don't believe in Mothman? No. It's a great movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't buy Mothman or, like... Bigfoot? Honestly, I think that's probably just some big old hairy dude. You think so? Yeah, like, because, I mean, there's all kinds of, you know, tribes or whatever that have never been in contact with, you know, what we call Western society or the modern world. Yeah. Um, you know, so, I mean, who was to say that somebody wasn't just like, you know what? Because, I mean, let's be honest, this world sucks right now. Well, I... Like, the, the like, yeah, the planet's great, but, like, the way things are run is just absolute ass. I think it has been for decades, but right. now it, there's, with all the media and all... Right. Everybody I mean, can see it now, so... What I'm saying is, like... Who's to say it isn't just some dude that, you know, was like, you know what, society, I'm going to go live in this cave. And then he grew hair on his arms that long? Well, maybe he's going out hunting, you know, for his food, and it's basically just a ghillie suit. Yeah, it could be. You know, he's just a big dude. And, like, you know, uh, my buddy, Eddie. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a big dude. Yeah. So, I mean, like, who's to say it isn't somebody basically, like, his size or whatever that's got a ghillie suit. There's some random dude hiking. <laughs> oh, look out! You know, you just catch a glimpse of him, because he's right. obviously in a ghillie suit. He's camouflaged, so it's really easy for you to lose him. And you're just like, what did you see Bigfoot? Holy yeah. shit! I don't know if I believe in Bigfoot or not. I'm just... I, just, I can't buy that one. But, I mean, like, yeah. You know, ghosts, aliens, 100%. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, wife's girlfriend's house is haunted. I know the ghost that haunts that house. Do you? Yeah. It was a it was a kid by the name of Alex. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, that house that I lived at with that had like that apple orchard kind of deal. Uh-huh. Um, we lived there. My dad was married to his second wife at the time, and these this Alex kid and his family. He I think I was fifteen, sixteen years old. He was. Like, 11. Yeah. But, uh, he lived across the street and, like, two or three houses down. Well, he had an ODian. Oh, jeez. In his basement. You know, that was his room. Yeah. And, you know, it was a whole ordeal, obviously. You know, tragic loss and, you know, R.I.P. But, like... <laughs> you said that so nonchalantly. <laughs> yeah, whatever, R.I.P. Fuck. Oh, God, like, yeah, like... The kid, I, I feel bad just because, like, the kid was bullied. Right. But, I mean, at the same time, the kid was fucking weird. Yeah, but any... Yeah, I suppose... No 11-year-old should be going through shit like that. Yeah, but, I mean... The old... Everybody's weird, man. Nobody should get bullied for No, it. no, no, I get that. But at the same time, bullies make you stronger. They can, but it depends if you're raised to be thin or thick-skinned. Yeah. I mean, there's... Well, it's the kids that didn't get bullied or, you know, grow up to be thin-skinned parents and they raise thinner-skinned kids. Yeah. In my opinion. I, but off topic. Soft people make hard times. Hard times make hard people. Hard people make soft times. Soft times. It's yeah. a cycle, man. Yeah, so we're about to uh, have some real hard times. 
Yeah, and then there's going to be some real hard motherfuckers coming up, so. Yeah. But anywho. So yeah, this, anyway. The kid I'm supposed to in, um, fast forward to when Wyatt's girlfriend buys this place, right? Yeah. They're informed that, yeah, you know, somebody died in that house. They didn't tell them who, who or what or, you know, whatever. Well, then, uh, their kid starts having, like, you know, having conversations and, you know, like, shit's moving without anybody doing nothing. And she was saying that she would go downstairs and her kid would be playing, like, a two-player board game and having, like, a full-on conversation, playing, like, a full game with somebody and there's nobody in the room. Nope. Look that. And she's like, the fuck? And then, you know, obviously you hear the kid talking to something that's not there, so she's like, what the hell? She's like, oh, it's my friend. His name is Alex. Nuh-uh. Yeah. Like she, this is literally like the story she told me and I hadn't told her that I knew that kid's name. I knew the house she was talking about and she's like, oh, it's haunted. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I can buy I can buy that it's haunted. Yeah. If you can tell me the name of the motherfucker that died there. Yeah. And I didn't tell her who he was or anything like that. And she was like, yeah, it was Alex. And I was like, you know. She's like, yeah. Then I looked up his last name and she rattled it off. And I was like, no fucking way. That's crazy. So, yeah. I mean, ghosts got to be real. Oh, just, yeah. Just off of that, I'm sold. I mean, but everybody's had. Everybody's know, had experiences. Yeah. 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 Obviously, Weary Road is where I had most of mine. Really? Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. You know, well, I would be perfectly fine checking out, like, I would love to go to, like, an abandoned asylum. So, in middle school, about the coolest fucking thing you can do is be a ghost hunter. And that's what me and Sam era. did. I remember that yeah. era of you two. That was... Yeah. So, like the Attitude Era. Yeah. <laughs> so, we used to go to haunted places, and dude, we bought EMF detectors, and yeah, it was dorky in middle school. But as an adult, like, I want to do that shit again. Oh, it yeah. seems oh, cool God. as fuck. Well, there's, uh, I think there's a YouTubers, uh, like Sam and Colby. They were just on Rogan. Yeah, yep. that's what I was going to get to. Like, that shit's dope. I wanna, yeah. like, they made that shit sound cool as hell. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind. Did you, know, you listen to that podcast? Yeah, yeah. That Robert doll fucking, I, nope. I, yeah, that, that haunted doll. Fuck that. I was more so, like, I'd have been cool with the uh was it the Queen's Gambit that that's a good show um that was the that, was the, that boat hotel they went yeah, to yeah, yeah. I, yeah I don't know if that's what it was called it's the Queen something or, yeah yeah but yeah like I wouldn't mind going you know like having something some kind of experience like that where it's like you know you can converse with shit well that old second hand shop in uh Stoughton there they just closed down but they're allegedly haunted and uh, we went there a couple times, and I mean, spooky shit happened. Apparently, they got a hidden room somewhere down there that nobody knows where it's at, and they've never oh. been then been able to open there? it, huh? Then how do you know it's there? Uh, the blueprints, I guess. I mean, they well, haven't if you got blueprints. I mean, you know exactly they haven't been able to find the entrance. So there's a room, but on the blueprints, there's no entrance to this room. But like, you can hear things coming from that room. Like an old train set. It's it's really weird. Now that could all be staged. Obviously, somebody yeah. could just put a fucking speaker in there. Easy. But I mean, shit moving. 
fucking off yeah. their shelves when they're trying right. to run a business is kind of an issue. Yeah. And that that place was probably the the best place we probably went. Yeah, I would like to check out some of that shit. I think it would be. So, what's the craziest thing you've experienced then if you went ghost hunting? Uh, it wasn't during ghost hunting. Um, and Bill, were you the ghost facers? Supernatural is a good show. <laughs> it is. Uh, so or was it the Scooby Gang? I'd rather be the Scooby Gang, man. The ghost wang. Fuck the ghost facers. Did you say ghost I was about to, but. Um, yeah, the craziest thing that's ever happened to me is when I was like seven or eight, um, for some reason I got scared and went to sleep in my parents' bed. I woke up in the middle of the night and I saw, like full-fledged, saw my grandpa just standing at the edge of the bed, fucking gave me a smile. He was probably there for at least a minute, minute and a half, and then he was gone and I don't know if that's just a kid's brain wanting to see something, but it was so vivid, so real. Like I, I've believed in ghosts since I was that age because my grandpa had passed away like two or three years before. I, I mean, it's been, I guess, I don't know, proven or whatever that like younger kids can see that, you know, that shit. I, I have a theory about that, and I'm going to sound like a wackadoo if we actually post this anywhere, but... Um, so I think since kids are like newer to this world, newer to this realm, if there is like a soul or a spirit, I don't know if it was created right when we came into the world, or if it's an old spirit put into our flesh vessel. See, there's a... If it, if it is that second part, like where it's an older spirit, I think that older spirit was in the ghost realm while they waited to come here, or whatever. So I think they've been... I don't know. Their essence is closer to that, but as they get older, like that's farther away you get from that realm. Call it, maybe call it like the like the veil. Sure. Yeah. You know, like so. Like, Harry Potter. Know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Harry Potter. Yeah. So you know, you're yeah you're closer to that doorway. Yes. Yeah. You know. I think. I guess, a yeah, newborn means... baby is closer to death. In my mind, it's really weird. A new... Yeah, it's almost like it because, I mean, like, life, you're, you're looking at it as if, like, life was a circle. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have a start point, right, yeah. where you would originally, and you're obviously right there. Yep. Right where you're going to end. So, I mean, it was from nothingness, like, I don't know, not to be whatever, not religious, but... But, yeah, basically from nothingness, nothingness. From nothingness, you have your birth, you go through your entire life, and then you hit nothingness. your death. And it's nothingness. At least on this realm. Right. Or, yeah. you know, in this existence. Dude, also, <laughs> like, when you're younger, the reason I hate that theory is because I had a recurring nightmare from, like, 4 to, fuck, I don't know, 11, where I would just be sitting somewhere, probably in my backyard, and I'd just start floating, my body's underneath me. Keep zooming out, zooming out, zooming out. And then I see the earth in space. And I'm just, oh, this is beautiful. Fire, fucking brimstone, everything just to shit in a second. And I'd wake up and I don't know what the fuck happened. That's how the world runs. 
I mean, you're not I mean, the, like the world exploded, not exploded, but it lava everywhere, oh, fucking yeah. looked like Mustafar. Fuck. God damn, I'm trying to drink my hot coffee. I'm sorry. But for real, like that shit scared the shit out of me as a kid. I, I don't know why I ever had it, but I'd have it every night. And then around 11, I started staying up late watching Nick at Night. You know, George Lopez, Full House. I was more of a Andy Milanakis. Well, there you go. But I mean, <laughs> I'd stay up till 2 in the morning every night. And to this day, I can't, I can't get more than like 5 hours of sleep. Oh, yeah. It's... And I don't know, even I mean, on, if I go on vacation, I'm asleep for five hours. and yeah. I, Stay I up all sleep. night, basically go to bed at midnight, and you're up by five o'clock to make yeah. breakfast for everybody. Well, I gotta be up by five to go to work. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, if we, obviously, if you were on vacation, mm-hmm. that's what I was mm-hmm. getting at. Yeah. Unfortunately, in the same way, I just, I, not the five hour part, but like the, it doesn't matter what time you, I go to bed, I always wake up at basically the exact, like, within the same hour. Right. It's always, like, between 6.30, 7 o'clock. Yeah. <clears throat> That's terrible. I hate it. Yeah, it's no fun. But, yeah. Got any more stories? You gonna watch that 90s show? Well, probably not. I don't know. I kind of have to, being a foreman from South Central Wisconsin. It's kind of... <laughs> Good old, what is that, Eau Claire? Basically, that was filmed in. No. For Kenosha. Oh, they're not far from Kenosha. Cause I don't want to go to a fucking car show in fucking Kenosha. Kenosha was a ways away, man. Here, I'll show you. You know, Google where Point Place is. I am. Because it's basically the next town over. Is it really? Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. Okay, yeah, you're right. A suburb of Kenosha. But they go to Milwaukee all the time. Oh, I guess that's over there, too. Yeah, that's not very far from yeah. Kenosha. That's I, like I was thinking Madison. Minutes. I was thinking Madison. My man. See, when I used to look it up... See, now this one says it's a suburb of Green Bay. Yeah. I feel like it does change a bit. Yeah, because like when, the when they show it on the map, it's basically Janesville. Like, in the show, because they put a star, like, right where Point well, I mean, Place is, when they show, like, the car graphics goofing off and whatever. Yeah. It's like... Well, to be fair, that's a pretty big fucking star, though. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But, yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I've seen some maps where it's like, you know, they've had Wisconsin, you know, and they get, will have, like, the capitals or whatever. And then just like a giant star that mm-hmm. takes like a freaking third of the state yeah. Madison. It's like, ah, oh, it's not that big guy. Yeah. Let's make this a little more to scale here. But yeah, I mean. Poke a pinhole and then be like, Madison. The other Kyle is. Let me see this. What the fuck is happening right now? Oh. I have a group chat with the other Kyle and my wife and his girlfriend and. They all just had a phone call. My bad. I haven't looked at my phone in a minute. Um, yeah, I don't know where point... Either way, being a foreman from southern Wisconsin, then, I have to watch the show. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think if we have another kid, I'm going to name it either Eric or Lori. I hope it's not a girl. I don't want a Lori. <laughs> We told you from the get-go that you should have named your kid Eric. Nope. 
And you ruined them red, if anything. Yeah, and we're like, you can't make him your dad. Still, but I'm not Eric. Maybe Red's dad's name was Dylan. You ever think about that? No, I didn't, because I don't think you ever hear his, see his dad. I don't think so either. You, you see his mom. Yeah, you, you hear about his death. Yep. And that was it. Because that was the train set episode. Right. What the hell? You see Red's brother once. You see Kitty's sister once. Like, and then they never talk about it again. Yep. Kitty's or Red's mom dies. Yeah. No, that's what it was. So you never mom. hear ever about his father. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Red's. <laughs> it wouldn't kill you to be nice, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Dude. show, man. Yeah. It is such a like. I don't care how many times I watch it, I'm still geeking at it. It's I like, skip season eight now. Randy's a terrible character. No, yeah. Our buddy Wyatt thinks he's way better than Eric. Yeah, bring it up to him once. He's... Fucking Randy. Yeah. Tell you what, if Randy's in that 90s show, I will never watch it again. I don't watch season eight. Because no. it, it just... It's not the same show. No. It's not. Because what, Eric's off to college or in Africa? Africa, or? yeah. Yeah. No. Really, he just went to be Venom in Spider-Man 3, but whatever. Yeah. Topher Grace, I really like him as an actor. He's yeah. grown yeah. a lot, yeah. No, that's... I'm not going to bring that up. Too much politics. Danny Masterson thing. Oh, yeah. Hyde's not going to be in that 90s show. Yeah. Fucking Scientology. <sighs> Fucking bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a... I get why they have to keep him out, but yeah. Hyde was... What? The character was just yeah. awesome. Yeah, the... They picked quite a... They picked a pretty good cast to do that. Yeah, and not a lot of them were I, in anything before that. I think... No. I know Danny Masterson was in, like, Beethoven or something as a kid, but I think the rest of them were... Brand new actors. Yeah, I don't even think Ashton Kutcher was Mm-mm. anything yet. No, Wilmer Valderrama wasn't. No. I don't think Mila Kunis. No, because no, she was 14. Yeah. That was her first yeah. job. Yeah, did you hear how she like what she said to the producers? Yeah, I'll be 18 on my birthday, but she never said, like, what birthday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking smart idea. Yeah. And they're like, all right. Yeah. Although, I mean, like... That had to have been a little weird, though, because it was like, um, Ashley Kutcher was like 18 or 19. Yeah. You know, and you had to like make out with this 14-year-old girl. Yeah. I guess that was her first kiss. Yeah. And now they're married. Yeah. But I'm just like, yeah, that, uh, yeah. Uh, who was that guy from To Catch a Predator? Oh, shit. What was his name? I don't know. Yeah, I ain't even calling that guy. Yeah. Yeah, Ash Kutcher, you're walking in. It's like, Sarah, can I talk to you? <laughs> I gotta take a piss. Okay, and we're back. Yeah, Joe back. Rogan hit me. Back, <laughs> yep. You wanna do segments or something? I, I've never done a podcast. I've uh, never yeah. even... Me neither. My I buddies in Dubuque have podcasts, but I've never been on one, so... Yeah, this is first for me as yeah, well. It's kind of weird. Would you like a top officer? Sure. Take your top off. Jesus. <laughs> Squeeze a little bit. When did you get your nipples pierced? Uh, last week, actually. They're nice. Still a little tender. Yeah, they look pretty purple. Yeah. Well, it is cold outside. Yeah, that's true. 
You got anything weird with your girlfriend? What do you mean? Um, like herpes? I, I, <laughs> God damn it, you got me. No, I was thinking about this. My wife, before she met me, didn't know who Jimi Hendrix was. Oh, yeah, there's, like, I guess so, as you know, I'm a big movie guy. Oh, I'm, oh, like, we should do movie rankings for a segment, dude. Good. Anyway. But, uh, like, so, obviously, as you know, most of the stuff that I say is, you know, like a movie quote or a reference to a TV show or something like yeah. that. And it's generally, like, the one-liners that I just pop up and everybody looks at me confused because they don't watch that shit. Yeah. And, like... Pretty sure I usually laugh at them. Yeah. Because, I mean, most of them you've probably seen. Yeah. You know? Um, but, like, I'll make a reference to a movie or something and it'll be, like, you know, if it was, a, if it was like, a, a comedy show, it would kill. Yeah. But, you know, where I can't even, like, deliver it without fucking cracking up because <laughs> it's so damn funny. Like, yeah. And she'll just look at me like a deer in the headlights. Oh, and I was like, are you, like, you don't understand that reference? Are you kidding me? God. You know, like, I'll, I'll even make, like, a Star Wars reference. And she'll be like, my wife doesn't watch Star Wars either. Uh, well, so my girl, she's seen a few of them. She said, she told me last night that she wants to, because she's got Disney Plus where, you know, they got all that shit. And so she wants to watch it in the actual, like, chronological order. It's like the order to where, like... One, know, two, three, four, five, six. No, seven, like, uh, you know how, like, Oh, the MC- how they came out? No, like, you know how, like, the MCU has, like, you know, oh, like, okay. you know, phase one, two, three, whatever, you know? It's basically the same thing with Star Wars, where it's like, you know... Granted, Age. these movies were made later than what you know the originals were, but these actually take place before. So she wants to watch like one, two, three. It's three, two, one, Rogue. four, five, six. No, it's not. It's one, two, three, four, five, six. In episode one, Anakin's a kid. Oh yeah, because four, five, six came out first. Yes, so that's yes. what that's what was back. So it's one, two, three. If you want to include Rogue One, then you watch Rogue One and. Han Solo's somewhere. Yeah, but probably like, before Rogue One. But yeah, that's basically like how she wants to watch it so she understands like the entire thing. You're not supposed You gotta watch four, five, six first for the huge Vader reveal, dude. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Everybody knows by now, probably. Right, though. right. But so. like still. Yeah. You know, but I mean I'll even I'll watch from time to time the uh like the just like the main movies. I don't watch any like the TV shows or anything. No like Marvel stuff. Like Mandalorian was good. I did. I did watch Mandalorian. Well, up until I think like season two or three. There's only two seasons. Okay. And so then they had the Book of Boba Fett, which was yeah. I didn't watch that. Okay. The Rancor at the end of it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, he's riding a fucking Rancor. It's pretty badass. Um, but yeah, like, like I watched the MCU's, but only like main part like the main movies I won't like, I kind of fell off I never the watched. last movie I watched was the new Doctor Strange yeah the and multiverse it, of madness yeah and like you know that's the thing that sucks is like to make that entirely make sense you'd have to watch WandaVision oh yeah WandaVision was good you know, I liked WandaVision I just got a hard time like Kitty's in it from that 70s show oh yeah yeah um, but like I just I don't have a whole lot of time you know, right. so, like, when you have to watch, like, six, seven different yeah. series to make things make sense for, your, like, you know, your favorite yeah. style of movie, like, it just becomes ridiculous. Like, that was the reason why I stopped watching, like, 
the arrow and the flash. Yeah. It was because, you know, the next thing you know... The crossovers. Was, yeah. In order to make sense of the crossover episodes, you had to watch all of, like, Supergirl and the Legends of Tomorrow and all yeah. this. All, you know, and it's just like, now I have to juggle seven shows. It's, it's impossible unless yeah. you, like, make your job to watch TV. That's what... Make a YouTube channel reviewing stuff, dude. No. I Come on. I ain't got that kind of time, man. I work, make that kind of time. I work 50, 60 hours a week. Dude, it takes 10 minutes a day. I can sit down and... No, that's how long your videos are. 10 minutes probably takes make a, make three, a, four hours. To... So I got my comedy YouTube channel. And yeah. I'm starting a new one called Foreman's Basement. Where I'm just going to rank stuff and play video games. I'll rank my favorite shows and movies and different genres and shit. And then I'm just going to play Rocket League for the most part. <laughs> It's the only game I'm good at, so. Yeah, I guess my, my nerdiness is uh, Grand Theft Auto still. Dude, there you go. Record it. Oh, actually, I have a, a Instagram page. For GTA? Of like, yeah, like photographs of cars I take and shit. Dude, how many followers you got? 54. About to have 55. What's it called? Yeah, it's, of course, it's the greatest. Well, that's my gamer tag, man. I know. <laughs> How long have you had that? Um, fifteen years. Yeah, it's been a long time. Like it's so funny, you know, like when because I'll you know obviously hop in lobbies with you know randoms and like the people you'll like the pronunciation the pronunciations I get of that name or just the reactions I get or the G rapist. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> Is um, this your Wi-Fi spectrum? D five, yeah. Here, um, D five. Yeah. Let me pause the recording so I can get your password. Yeah, it's all just fucking. I'll follow you on my comedy page too, man. Fuck yeah, man! I'll follow your comedy page. I, I need to start posting more on there. Um, let's see. The is there an underscore in there? Yeah, I believe it's on the fifty-two. There it is. So it's the underscore then Grapist fifty two. All lowercase. Is there an underscore before the fifty two? No. Oh that's your fucking normal one. Yeah. Uh this one. Just GTA cars, dude? Yeah. Start making clips. Just throw them I, on. Dude, it's so hard to do that. It's really not though. I can show you how. Especially, you got an Xbox? Yeah. It's the easiest thing in the world. Well, like, I can make, like... Short clips. Yeah, I can, like, you know, record what happened or whatever, you know. Yeah, like that. otherwise... But, but, so, like, these, it, like, okay, you can't get, you know, like these kind of angles... Right. ...with, you know, just the controller. So, like, you have to, like, record a clip in-game, then you have to go into story mode, go into, the, like, the Rockstar editor, and that's when you can, like, edit the camera angles and all that other stuff. So it's really hard to do... Like an actual like clip of like you know. Well, it'd be movement. cool like you showing you doing that to get the angle though. Oh, you can just make little fucking videos. All you need is a capture card. And a, do you have a laptop or no? No. Oh, never mind. Then. Yes. See, I don't like I don't like spending money. Yeah, that's why you have a fucking mansion. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I followed it. Let me switch over. Follow it again. Oh, you might be my first follow on my comedy page. I don't follow. 
Oh, I follow four people. I think one of them's Ryan Reynolds, but <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, you gotta, you know oh, what yeah. I mean. But I got you. I'd go gay for Ryan Reynolds. I feel like every man would. I am gay for Ryan Reynolds. What are you talking about? Dude? Oh, no, like if I see him in person, I would just drop trowel and just like spread my butt cheeks. Here you go. I would. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you can do whatever you want to me. Take me home, Daddy. Yes, sir. Cool. All right. Now that that's done, I'm putting my phone away. We're good. What's your favorite five TV shows, dude? Have you seen... Hang on. I'm all ADD. Have you seen um, these weird podcasts that are doing drafts now? Like a football draft? They do drafts of random shit. Like top five green foods or some shit. And then they go back and forth and see who has a better team. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, That's weird, but what are your top five shows right now, man? Right now? Um, they can be past shows, but what do you watch? I watch, uh, I'm a fan of Yellowstone. Everybody's telling me to watch it. It's a good show. Like, honestly, it's, for a while there, like, I've, to this day, never seen a single episode of Game of Thrones. Me neither. And uh, there's there's a couple other shows that I can't remember that were, like, super big. Like, Squid Games was another one. You haven't watched it? No. Oh, man. Where it's like, you know, exactly. Like, everybody's like, oh, it's such a great show. It but is. There was a period of time that I went through where it was like, I'm specifically not going to watch this because fucking everybody watches yeah. it. A contrarian kind of deal. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I mean, like, I understand there's people that don't watch Yellowstone, you know, and it can be for that reason. And it just did, doesn't interest them, you know, and that's yeah. fine. But I mean, I think it's worth a watch. Yeah. Kevin it Kastner sounds like something I'd watch. I just. I have so much shit going man. You know, like, you ever, like, as you're going through life, you just notice things that, like, you used to make fun of your parents for doing, and now you're doing it, or yeah. you make fun of, like, somebody's parents. Like, I used to make fun of uh, Wyatt's dad all the time, because all he would watch is westerns. Yeah. You know? And old cowboy movies. Yeah. And so I was over at my girlfriend's house, and we're going through, like, Netflix or whatever to find something to watch. And everything that I was like, oh, that's a good movie, was a Western. Yeah. And I'm like, and then it dawned on me, like, fuck, man, I'm old. <laughs> you know, because she's like, I've never, like, I think it was, uh, like, The Ridiculous Six. Oh, yeah. The, like, the Hateful Eight. Um, one of my favorite ones is uh, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Oh, jeez. Have you seen that? Yeah. <laughs> Such a hilarious movie. Or, so uh, you like, like, comedy Westerns? Yeah, like, A Thousand Ways to Die oh, yeah. in the West or whatever. You don't like serious westerns? I mean, like, I, I enjoy me, uh, you know, I'd watch some good old John Wayne movies. You ever seen The Quick and the Dead? Yes. Uh, that's probably my favorite. What? Oh, Jeremiah Johnson's good, too. Yeah. That's my, one of my dad's favorite movies. That's an older one, but... Whew. Quick and the Dead is probably the first western I ever saw as a kid. And yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm still a big fan of True Grit. I think that was... Uh, True Grit was good. Uh, you ever seen Roadhouse? <laughs> I wouldn't call that a western. No, yeah. Uh, yeah, totally. I thought they were remaking True Grit, but then Roadhouse popped in my mind. They you know Conor McGregor is going to be in the new Roadhouse? No, I didn't. Yeah, I think he's going to be like the uh, the asshole in it. Hmm. So, yeah, did you see their uh, 
He's roided up right now. I probably shouldn't say that because I don't know for sure, but... Connor Rivers kicking the door and beat the shit out of you. I love Connor, man. They say that under Chuck Norris, or Chuck Norris doesn't have a, fit, a chin. Under his beard is just oh. another fist. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Chuck Norris. God. Fucking family guy. Yeah. Uh, I did see, though, that uh, they are making a... Uh, I think they're re- either remaking or making a sequel to uh, Christine. Really? Yeah. A sequel? Okay, so... They should just remake it. All right, one second. See, I have... Do you... Did you ever watch the movie The Car? No. So, The Car was, uh, by, I guess, like, the original, you know, phantom, demon car, whatever. Movie? Yeah. Was it made after the book was written? I don't think there was a book of The Car. I think okay. it was just a movie. Okay. But, uh... I mean, was the movie made after Christine was written? Because no, Christine was a book. I, yep. The book's right there. Yeah. So, fun fact, the movie came out before the book did for Christine. I mean, the book must have been written already, though. Not really, no. Like, the book book was mostly written. Okay, so Stephen King was involved in the movie heavily then. Yeah, well, they basically just took that book and... Made it a screen. Right, yeah. But, um, so, with the movie The Car, you know, they made that movie back, I think it was like the late 70s or mid-80s. Like, it was a really shitty quality movie, but it's got a cult following now, because that's how old movies go. But... I think in like 2008 or 2010, somewhere in that area, they made another car. I think it was just called like the car, like Revenge or some shit like that. And it was basically like, so the old one was like an old Lincoln Mark V, you know, uh, George Barris, which yeah. is, you know, the guy from like the Monsters. And yeah. He, uh, like he made this car or designed it or whatever. And then they basically took like a Chrysler 300C and like... Kind of made it look like that shitty, like, rounded Bentley uh, front end. And then kind of gave you, like, the the, the menacing-looking grill where it looked like it was supposed to be, like, teeth or yeah. something, you know? And, yeah, it was basically, like, the exact same thing. But it was, you know, just a newer car. But what throws me, or what's going to be interesting to me, is if they do remake Christine or make a sequel, A, what kind of car are they going to use? Because, you know, like... The car was, like, it was rather, it was just a, basically a big black brick. Yeah. You know, so you could do whatever you want. As to where Christine's a, you know, f- a flamboyant, you know, yeah. vehicle. It's brightly colored. It's, you know, chrome everything. Got big fins. And it's my favorite car, personally. Yeah. You're you know, a big car guy. I am. But uh, they made, like, they had 17. or like, No, it was only 12. It was 12 cars they used for that movie. And they actually had to... So in the book, it is a Plymouth Fury four-door. And I think it was... Yeah, it was red. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. So in the movie, it was a two-door Belvedere that they had transferred on. They, they modified over. And like it's kind of difficult because... They never offered the Belvedere in red. It only came in one color, and that was like a beige cream. You know, so... But they only had 12 of these cars, and I think they wrecked like seven of them. But they like they had such a hard time finding these cars oh, yeah. to, you know, to get this thing going. So it's like, how are you going to, you know, 
like, are you going to use a different car or you're going to have to CGI that entire car and hope it doesn't look like shit on the screen? Right. Because them cars, like, a fully restored one, even, like, movie quality, is damn near a six-figure car. Hollywood's got the money, man. Yeah, but most people are... Plus, there's some cake cars. I mean, you can make yeah, it. Yeah, well, you, you could make it. Right. You could build it, but, I mean, like... Or just buy a fucking fiberglass mold and yeah, make a hundred of them. But they don't they don't crumple the same way that. Yeah, that's true. What happened to your hot rod, bud? Uh that was a mixture of not getting the title. Oh no, I had a title for it. You did? I thought that guy was holding out on you. Oh no. Okay, so um, I don't advise this for legal reasons. Right, statute of limitations. Yeah, but. Uh, there are some places you can go to acquire, you know, titles. I gotcha. Anyway. Yeah, it's it's much like the, uh, you know, when you go to a smoke shop and yeah. you buy a, a, a pipe or a bong or whatever. For says, tobacco. Yeah, tobacco use yeah. only. These are for display or novelty use only. Yeah. You know, so I got a title for that car. You know, it was the same year. Like, like, like the color was different. Yeah. It was like the only thing. And obviously the VIN was different. But, the, you know, the DMV's not going to walk outside with the title <laughs> tree number and be like, mm, these don't match. Right. You know? And I told the guy that when I sold the car, which is kind of funny. Because I got that car for free. You did? Yeah, I didn't. Because so, you weren't going to pay him until you got the title, right? Well, so, okay, so how this went was you and I went and looked at the car when we went and picked up that motor, right? Mm-hmm. I think it was like a week or two later. I went down there to pick it up, and the guy's like, all right, give me a two-hour notice. Hang on. You need to tell the story about going back down there with Wyatt and how they were having a crackhead party. Well, yeah, we're, that's what I picked the car up. Yeah, I know. There. We're getting there. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. Stop jumping the gun, dude. I know. I was so excited to hear the story again. So, uh, we go there, all right? The guy's like, give me a two-hour notice so I can go get the title. Because obviously he didn't keep the title with the car because that's dumb. Yeah. And... I'm like, all right, well, we're two and a half hours away. So I'm like, I'm giving you a two and a half hour notice. We're leaving now. We're two and a half hours away. He's like, okay, we get there. This guy's nowhere in sight, you know? And we, yeah, get out of the truck, check out the car. And we notice that they are having a full on party. And these guys look like crackheads. (laughs) I'm talking like. I couldn't tell if they were neo-Nazis or crackheads. Yeah. It could have been crackhead neo-Nazis, too. I don't know. But, like, they were, you know, the wife beater, the missing teeth, the bald head, you know, like, just dirty, grungy-looking motherfuckers. And, like, 45 minutes goes by. And I'm like, okay. Like, if this dude, like, you know, he, was, he would text me. Like, I, we were having, you know, communications between, the, you know. But, I'm like, if this guy doesn't show up in, like, the next, like, 10 minutes... You know, because this was like the time we were that he was behind was like time we were spent checking out the car, planning how we're going to get it on the trailer. Because this car has been sitting so long, it actually had like indented the pavement that it was sitting on. Yeah. You know, and had three flat tires, didn't didn't turn, you know, had no keys to it, didn't fucking run because it had been sitting for God knows how long. Right. And all I had was like a winch, like for a fucking ATV. And me, Wyatt, I think it was Darren. Yeah, because it was Darren's truck. Yeah. And an army of crackheads. 
Well, this guy fucking shows up and he's like, hey man, uh, I can't find this title. He's like, I got one more place to look, you know. He's like, so can we do? Can we work out a deal? And I'm like, okay, what? Like, what are you thinking? At this point, I am completely ready to walk. Like, just pay my buddy for you know for his fuel, you know. Maybe Leave the car the there. Yeah, and just like fuck it, we're coming home with an empty trailer. Didn't buy it. Yeah, you know, and I was only buying this thing for like nine hundred bucks, and it was a solid car. It had a little bit of rust, but nothing major. Yeah. You know? And uh, there's a bunch of race car parts in it. Like it was, it was gonna be a badass unit. And the guy's like, "So my idea is, you can take the car now, for no money down, and then when I find the title, then you can pay me." So at this point, my brain goes, "I'm taking zero risk." Right. Like, okay, I take the car. Free and clear. Like worst case scenario, I have a, you know, five thousand pound. Turd in the yard. Yeah. Not even your yard. <laughs> <laughs> so, we do this deal, and mm-hmm. the winch can barely pull this fucking thing. Because it's meant for an ATV, yeah. you know, and this car weighs 5,000 pounds. <laughs> and it's on flat tires. Yeah. So we're getting this thing on there, and I mean, this trailer is not happy about this car. I mean, the tires are getting like at an X, like the front and rear tires, and it's like, oh my god! You know? And... Well, it starts getting on their cockeyed. Oh. You know, and we're like, fuck. Like, there's no way to turn the, like, the steering wheel because it's locked. You yeah. Know? And I'm not kidding you. I watched three crackheads walk to the front end of that car and just shove the whole thing over to where the car was straight on the trailer. Jesus. Just with straight crackhead strength. And, yep. Strapped it down. And the worst part of it was when we came home, we came home in a tornado. Oh, that's right. Yeah, like, I remember, like, we were driving, and so it had, like, steel trailer wheels, Yeah, you know, and, like, that's what we strapped through along with a couple of, you know, like, the, the K-frame and whatnot, and I was like, that car is bouncing a little more than I like, let me, you know, launch pull over real quick, and at this point, it's, like, it's starting downpour, but I, like, I would prefer to stop now, right. versus, you know, if it starts hailing, and all of a sudden, the fucking car's falling off the trailer, yeah. well, I get out, and it is... Like, the tire had cut halfway through the strap. So, Ooh. like, it was about to be the only thing that was strapping this car down was the back strap, which ain't gonna stop shit. No. So, luckily I brought extra straps. I put, like, three more straps down on either side of that thing. Just, like, really wrenched that front end down. When we started driving, we stopped at the gas station, and all of a the tornado sirens started going off. And we're like, fuck it. You know, we're, what are we gonna do? We're at a gas station. Right. We're going to get hit by a tornado. We're going to get hit by a tornado. I were driving. I can see my buddy Darren. He's just fighting the wheel the whole time. Like, you can feel the wind trying to pick the front end of the truck up. And Darren's like, dude, this sucks. And I was like, well, on the upside, we're well over 20,000 pounds. You know, like, if we go up in the air, we're fucked anyways. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so we fucking made it through. And then we finally, like, we got to my house, or uh, Wyatt's house, because that's where it was getting stored for a while. And, yep, found out a tornado had ripped through there the same time we were there. Jeez. And, yep, and I was like, damn. And you got it. rid of the car now? Yeah, so it was, uh, that was back when I was dating my ex. Uh, yep, yep. Um, so we, I bought that car, I ended up moving in with her, we put that car in the garage that she had. Oh, you did? Yep, okay. and then we split up, so I had to get the car out of there, and... 
you know, I just didn't have a place to work on it because, you know, that car weighs so much. There's, you know, why I didn't have any kind of, like, firm ground. Right. You know, so there was no place to really, like, jack the car up and actually, like, do some wrenching on it and stuff. And so I was just like, well, I don't have time for it. So I ended up selling it to some dude for, like, 1500 bucks. Ah. Hey, he came out on top. Yeah. I came up 1500 bucks up. Uh, Wyatt come out on top on his? No, Wyatt lost his ass on his. What, do you have three Roadrunners? Yeah. Or two Roadrunners and a... Satellite. Same yeah. thing. Pretty much, yeah. But, yeah, so he bought that original one that when we went to, yeah. we told him to walk. Yep. Because this thing it was rotted to the core. There was fucking weeds growing through the fucking well, floor. I mean, like, you know... Weeds are, if it was a floor pan or yeah. something, like, eh, fine, you know, you can, you I'm can just knock saying the rust on it for what he paid for it. Yeah. Well, I mean, granted, it was only a thousand dollars. But still, I mean, but you're yeah, going to be sinking so much into Exactly. That. I was like, if, if, like, if he was going to sell you this thing for like $300, yeah. yeah. But I'm like, thousand dollars, I'd walk. Yeah. Because like, it was, it was rotted around the window sills and everything. And I'm like, yeah. that's, some, that's some real structural work you got to do. Yeah. Especially on a unibody car, like. Yeah, and then uh, so we went to. After that, he found a D. So I think that one had a junk like three eighteen. Yeah, or whatever you know, and he wanted a fucking bigger, bigger motor. I mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't? You know, Not me. I got what I want. Internal combustion is the all is the key to everything. Right. Speed and power. That's all you need in life. Neat torque. Speed and power. <laughs> okay. Um, so then he goes and looks at this other one where it's uh, it's like an orange. It's mostly complete. The guy was rebuilding it. It's got like a brand new 440 big block in it. Yeah. You know, and like it, basically he had all the parts there. He just had to put it together. Yep. And then it, but at the same time, the guy was selling another like that satellite. Yeah. And the deal was. You could have like Wyatt paid like forty five hundred bucks for this for both, right? Yep. Yeah. But it was you had you he couldn't just take the nice one. He right. had to take that shit box junk one. Mm-hmm. Well, he ended up taking a loan out. Oh to, yeah. To get that, and then he saw. I think he sold the one, or no, he sold the pair, the orange one, and the after a couple months, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to wrench on shit. Yep. Yeah. Realize that he fucking sucks. Those seats alone were worth some money. Oh yeah, the rainbow ones. Yeah, that was a that was a one of a hundred and fifty made. Yeah, um, I told him I would have restored that one if anything because that would have been the most, you know, brand was satellite, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I think it was called like a satellite Sundance. Sundance, Sundance that's it. And uh, but then he got a sixty-six Dodge Dart. Oh, that black one. No, it was like a. Purplish blue, sure. Looked yeah. black from the road, but yeah, yeah. Yep. And that thing was fully set up for drag racing. Yeah, it had like body a, was nice yeah, too. It had like a five hundred cubic inch motor and yep. had big fat tires. Like he had to, he would have had to roll the fenders, otherwise they would have been, you know, gouging out the tires. Yeah, you know, already had a roll cage in it. You know, it was fixing to be a mean machine. Yep. And then he traded it. Because you know it needed to work. He want he was impatient. He wanted something that he could drive. I think that dart was the last I knew. Well, then he went and got like a late seventies Monte Carlo. 
That's right. That primer gray. Yeah. And that thing was just an absolute pile. The dude pulled the wool over Wyatt's eyes. Like he that. fucking drove it over to my house and it died. Yeah. yeah. He drove it to the old man's house and had to, like, fucking replace a tire. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just like, damn. Even my dad was if like... If he would have yeah. fixed up just one of them Roadrunners. Oh, yeah. And, oh, that's one of my favorite cars. Actually, yeah, one of the one of my buddies is... Uh, I got I got a friend over that Chrysler that I had. Oh, yeah? yeah so, well, I used to work at... You know, we were making archery targets. Yeah. And, uh... So I go over to a co-worker's house one day. We're having a little driveway fire. And, uh... One of, you know, a couple of his buddies are there. And we start talking to cars. And he's like, yeah, you know, I got a... 1970 Chrysler Newport. And I had a 70... You know, his is a two-door. And I had a 71 four-door hardtop. Yeah. You know, I told him that. And he's like... You know, I told him I just sold it. Because this was probably, you know, a month or two after I sold it. And he's like... Did you sell it on Marketplace? I was like, yeah. He's like, was it blue? Kind of like the nice patina to it? I was like, yep. He's like, I was watching that car, man. I was thinking about buying that for parts for mine. <laughs> you know, and so now we're buddies, and uh, he's offered to sell me his two-door for like three grand. You got a garage here? No. Oof. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, well, that's what I told him was like, I'm like, you know, because he told me it's got a big dent in the door. You know, it's like, like he said, like the rear main leaks. Yeah. You know, and it needs a couple other small odds and ends. But he's like, it's a good roadworthy car. He's like, you can drive it anywhere you want. Yeah. You know, but the problem that I run into is where do I park this thing? Because this thing is 19 Big. foot long. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I've been trying to hold out for a four speed for the Camino, but I think I'm just going to end up getting a, an automatic turbo 350. Yeah, well, I mean, you can slap the Huh? You know a guy you can talk to. Oh, Dommy boy? Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, so he's, uh, you know that truck he picked up from the Carlsons? Yep. Yeah, so he's thinking about selling it. How much? Well, here's the deal, though. Never mind. Anytime there's a deal with Tommy, I'm out. No. I'm kidding. It isn't, it isn't so much a Tommy would deal, it's a deal with... Brent. No, with me. With Kyle. With, you know, versus what I think is right. Yeah. You know? And it's, so, as you know, that truck's been in the Carlson family since new. Yeah. You know, they bought it in 49. Yep. Have all the original paperwork and everything. And then the old man bought it off of them. And, well, now it's basically come down to the old man's gotten robust enough to where he doesn't have the mobility to operate the pedals safely. Oh. Like, you know, he can operate the gas, but he has to physically pick his leg up to get the brake pedal. What? You know, well, it's a small area. You know, he's got, yeah. you know, guts in the way. <laughs> but, uh, and so we were playing poker one night, and he's like, yeah, I think I'm going to sell that truck. You know? And, like, this is the most, like, he's ever, like, I don't want to say, you know, fear was intimidated by it, but maybe, like, taken aback. Yeah. Because I looked him dead in the eye, I'm like, you ain't selling that fucking truck to anybody unless it's me or their last name is Carlson. Yeah. And I'm like, because, yep, that's a one-family truck, basically, because yeah. he hasn't, I don't think he's registered it yet. You know, so I'm like, it's a one-family vehicle. You know the family that that vehicle belonged to. Mm-hmm. You know that that was what Wyatt's dad learned to drive in. 
Yeah. You know, like there's a lot of sentimental to that. Like that should go to either him, his kids, or somebody that he's, you know, that that family knows and trusts to, right. you know, not fuck that thing up. Yeah. So, and he, he agreed with it, you know, for the most part. He's like, yeah, I'd probably, you know, sell it to Brent for what I got into it. Yeah. Which dirt cheap I guarantee it's less than five grand oh yeah but I mean you know I've, I've looked up what those trucks are worth even one sitting in the field that's been there for 40 years is still eight grand yeah this is nice this is one that you know a little like, half a day's worth of work is a solid running running driving go anywhere you want truck yeah so I'm like that thing is at least worth 10 to 15 you yeah. know I feel like that's probably on the low end yeah you know, he's got all new glass for it, air ride suspension. Oof. You know, four link rear end. It's got a Mustang two front end on it, so it's you know, handles way better. Yeah. I'm worried I'm gonna have to change out the rear end in the Camino when I drop the three fifty in. What? Just for the torque I want. For the power to ground. How much power do you think you're gonna make on a three fifty? For that body, with no reinforcement, I. I wouldn't worry about the rear end if you're worried about the body being reinforced. <laughs> oh, it's 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 rear wheel drive. Yeah, yeah. And if I put a like four ten rear axle on it, lots of gear, not an axle. But well, you know what I'm saying. That's gonna help a lot because right now it's. Are you trying to put it to the ground, or are you trying to figure out what you want for like torqued pull shit? Fuck pulling shit. Okay, well, like, the reason why I ask is 410, you know, it's the rear end gear, so that's how fast the vehicle gets to speed. Right. You know, so if, like, a 410. That's what I want. 410 is, like, you know, something like if you're pulling something. Yeah. You know, like, uh, most trucks have, like, you know, the older trucks have, like, uh, like a 373 gear, so it's good for pulling and decent on the highway. Right. You know, so I mean, like, if you, but, you know, the higher your number gets, the slower your top end is, or the lower your top end is. The quicker right. you'll get there. That's the lower. what I want. So you want to, like, how my old man's Nova is. It, yeah, it takes off. Maybe does 100 mile an hour, but it gets to 100 mile an hour in a hurry. That's what I want, because right now the El Camino going downhill has an issue getting to 80. Well, yeah, it's probably, <laughs> it, that is probably a rear end issue. Probably also the fact yeah. that it's a whooped ass fucking. Oh yeah, was it six cylinder in there? Uh, yeah, yeah. Was it like a I mean, that was... or some shit like that. I don't remember. I haven't looked under the hood of that thing in years. Yeah, I need to. That was yeah. my first car. It's beat to hell. It's fucking. Oh yeah, I mean, it's, you know, kids be kids. Oh yeah. Looking back at it, you're like, fuck, I shouldn't have beat that shit out of you. Yeah. But I mean, you got good stories out of it. Yeah, a lot, a lot of. Uh, Paraphernalia was hidden there yeah. during high school. Uh, but I mean, drug if you're searching for like traction to like you know put it to the pavement versus moving it, mm-hmm. you just need uh, some good sticky tires, some, like wider tires. Yeah, I'd and, still like to change that out though. And uh, like track links or you know like traction bars. Yeah, you know ground that rear end better. I used to want. Uh, just something unique, so I wanted a three on the tree in there, just to be different, and looking at everything that's gonna fucking cost me, and yeah, it, it's not real, money, but in time, like, yeah, it's doing a, doing a, 
of transmission conversion is kind of a bitch, especially if you're going from an automatic to a manual. Yeah. I mean, if I had the four-speed, I'd do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. But I don't have the money to get a four-speed right now. It's a lot that, and it's a lot easier to do the you know the uh, center shift yeah. versus you know up on the column. I think the biggest reason I wanted it is because I have a bench seat in there. Yeah. Doing a hey, center man, shift, can, I'm gonna to have life. to put buckets in. You could get to like third base with the with the wife, you know, every time you put her in second, fourth, and reverse. Well, yeah, that's true. You gotta look at the brighter side of things. Oh yeah. You know? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, I can get it on the road. I'm the only one with a fucking older car now. You guys gotta get something. Well, I mean, like. I do, but I don't. Yeah. Uh, like, I've asked him. I've asked the old man for years. For that Nova? No, just for the Buick. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm just like, you know, are you going to let me buy this off you? Like, and... No. Nope. No. Nope. So he's got two reasons. They're valid. Like, one of them's a valid reason. The other one's bullshit. Yeah. So his valid reason is I get him when he dies anyways. But at the same time, it's like, I really like this car. And what, who is to say you don't sell this car? Between now and then. Right. You know. And then Often. Just <laughs> fucking murder him. <laughs> yeah, why'd you do it, sir? Really wanted that car and wanted to sell it. Yeah. Had to plug him. <laughs> and the other one was, uh, so do you remember that 63 Impala that he had? Yes. Yeah, he ruined it with them sticker flames. Yeah. That shit drove me nuts. Um, but he sold that car. I was pissed. I was, that was, oh, God. That was the first car I had never, you know, that was what got me into cars was yep. that car. And God, that was a nice car. It was, too. I mean, on the outside. Mechanically, it was a piece of shit. As a kid, though, yeah. you don't... Oh, yeah, dude, I was fucking... You just look and... Oh, the old man would pick me up from school, you know, and, like, he would... This is my favorite part of all. Like, if he was in his daily, yeah. he'd park up in the street. But if he was in the Impala, he would cut a school bus off and come right down yeah. in the center. So, like, right in front of everybody. And I'm just like, yeah. Yep. I look cool as shit right now. That's how my dad was with that Ford Galaxy. Yep. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, you, you get special privileges driving all the cool shit. Oh, yeah. That's the car I learned how to drive a, a stick shift in. The only thing, the only downside to driving old cars, like old cool cars, in my opinion, is, like, I like it if it's warranted, but, like, the fucking nonstop conversations... You know, yeah. You go to stop at a gas station to put fuel in this thing, and next thing you know, you have like two or three people walking up, and now you're like, what should only take you, you know, five, ten minutes to fill your car up. Now you're standing there for a half hour because yeah. these guys won't shut the fuck up about whatever, you know. All I say when I see an old car out there is, nice car. And they say thanks, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Now, if they start talking, like, thanks, I got it, blah, 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 and tell me the story, I'll stand there and listen. Yeah. But, like, otherwise. I mean, like, you know, if I'm at a car show. Yeah. Obviously, that's you know that's a place where it's warranted. You know, you're sitting there and somebody walks up, tells the story about how their grandma used to have one. They stole it and fucking wrapped it around a tree, right? You know, or some dumb shit like that. Yeah. You know, but you ever like, been in a car accident? Yeah. That brown F one fifty. Well, yeah. Oh yeah, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, all your fault. It was not. <laughs> that was horse shit. I don't know if you want to tell that story, but no. So I, that guy actually, uh, like, I didn't know. I didn't notice this for years, 
but apparently Facebook has this deal where like like my privacy settings on my Facebook are to where like only friends yeah friends can message you but if it's somebody that's not a friend it goes in like the like message request bin yeah. and I didn't know that was a thing me neither until like last year yeah well it, it, like I learned about it like a couple years ago and I was like what the fuck is all this and I looked and that like that guy had messaged me that was on that bike and he's like hey were you involved in an accident on you know October whatever the fuck it was yeah. 2011 and I was like you know this was like everything had blown over even the message itself was years old yeah you know and I was like maybe <sighs> but dude like that whole accident was so fucked and it, you obviously you've seen Tommy Boy, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we were uh, we did the Boy Scout can drive that day. Yeah, and it was uh, my girlfriend at the time. It was her birthday, and so we went to her friend's house. And I didn't have time to shower because I lived in fucking forty five minutes away. I wasn't yeah. gonna go from basically right next to her house, drive forty five minutes, shower, drive forty five minutes just to fucking hang out. Right. So I smell like stale beer. This accident occurs. I'm like, fuck, man! I smell like stale beer. There's no way I'm not there. And I could believe I wasn't drinking. God damn. <laughs> but like, so that truck I was at manual in line six. Yeah. You know, so like, the throw on that thing, like reverse, was like the passenger <laughs> side door, and like first was getting you know up against the windshield. Yeah. It was just ridiculous. <laughs> well, she had a inclined driveway. You know, so I back down. I got. Me, my girlfriend at the time, her best friend, and her best friend's sister. We're going to go cruise the strip. We're going to go meet Wyatt. Yeah. Well, I mean, we were kids. Yeah, I know. And, uh, no, I stopped at the end of the driveway. You know, and I'm, I'm backing now. Look both ways. There's nobody. Like, there's a few vehicles coming, you know, from one direction. But there's plenty of time for me to back out and right. be on my merry way. Look the other way. Nobody. I do this three times. Just to be certain. By the time my rear bumper hits the yellow center line, this guy on this motorcycle is like on top of me, like laying his bike down, locked up, and just wham, right into the side of my truck. Fucks it all up. You know, like caves in the whole side of the truck like two foot. Yeah. And, you know, I don't see the cops call or whatever. And I'm just like in shock at first. You know, like, they, like the truck didn't move. Like yeah. It just absorbed the impact. You know, and I put the truck, you know, because, like, as I seen him, I was kind of, like, I was trying to put it up into first to get the fuck out of the way. Right. That truck didn't, you know, there just wasn't enough time. And so this guy hits the truck. I shut it down. I was like, I looked at the girls and I was like, did that just fucking happen? You know, they're in shock. They're just looking at me. You know, obviously they're in shock, too. So I get out, you know, I didn't even look at the side of my truck yet. Yeah. I just ran straight to that dude. Like the, there was a guy in a pickup truck that had pulled up, and I just told him, you know, call 911. Dude on a motorcycle. He's going to be fucked up. Yeah. So, and, yep, dude's face was hamburger. He was all fucked up. Ugh. You know, and he, like, he's, like, trying to get up, so I'm, like, trying to put, like, light pressure on like Because I know, obviously, like, you got to watch out for injuries. Right. You know, so I wasn't trying to, like, force him down and cause any more injuries, but I, like, fucking was, like, you know, put some light pressure on his back. And I was like, you just stay right here, dude. I was like, oh, my bike. I'm like, your bike's fine. You just stay here, dude. You know? Cops show up, and these girls were like, you know, they got they got out of the truck, obviously, and 
passenger side door wasn't going to open. I finally looked over and it was fucked. Yeah. And, uh, it's like the girls had run up to the house because, well, they had been drinking because it was, you know, but I hadn't. Right. And their mom comes down and is like, hey, don't tell the cops the girls were with you. You know, because they were drinking. Yeah. And so that's a dumb kid. Right. I don't want to get in any more trouble than I'm already in. So, of course, I'm going to be like, yeah, yeah, they weren't with me. Yeah. Well, you know, the cops were going around getting statements from other people. And they're like, yeah, there was three girls that got out of the truck and ran up to the house. And the cop walks up to me. You know, this is after, they've asked me like two or three times if I was the only one in the vehicle. And I told them yes the entire time. Yeah. Keep the story straight. And the guy's like, look, man, I'm going to give you one more opportunity to not fucking lie to me. Like, this cop was pissed. Yeah. And he's like, how many people were in a vehicle? And I was like, it was me and three girls. And he's like, why the fuck did you lie to me? He's like, you know, it just makes it worse for you, their whole, you know, cop spiel. And I told him, I was like, well, they're underage, they were drinking, you know, I'm not trying to get in any more trouble. And he's like, they were with their parents when they were drinking. They're perfectly fine. Yeah. And At least like, in this state. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, well, I didn't know that. Like, you know. But anywho, so the accident occurs or whatever. I'm, I was able to drive the truck home. Like, the, the cops t- told me that they called a tow truck because they didn't want to keep getting phone calls all night about truck that was just in an accident driving down the road yeah so i called my stepdad and told him what was going on obviously they fucking overreacted they thought i was dead in a ditch or some shit and i just told the cops i was like i got you know families on the way over the trailer we'll just scoop it up ourselves and he's like all right cool and they they leave right drive that thing home and then i think it was probably like six months later you know i hadn't heard anything like i got my t- i got my tickets yeah you know mm-hmm. but after that, I hadn't heard anything, so I was like, okay, it was just an accident. Well, then, uh, I was working at uh, Firestone at the time. Yep. And I started, like, getting called into the office, and it was, like, you know, basically a lawyer. And I was getting subpoenaed to court. Oh, shit. Yeah, because this guy was trying to sue me, because I found out this was, like, an $8,000 bike. Like, it was a big... Eight foot custom chopper, airbrush paint, big motor, you know. I was like, fuck, I'm gonna have to. No, it was like a $20,000 bike, is what it was. Like, yeah, eight foot long. It was just, you know, beautiful bike, or it was. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, man, I'm, you know, 19 years, 18, 19 years old. How the fuck am I gonna afford that? Like, I'm just changing oil for a living. Right. And, yep. Every time the court day would come up, I'd get a, like, you know, like a day or two before the court date, I'd get a phone call. Court's been canceled. And this this went on like four or five times, you know. Huh. Well, eventually one day, the district attorney calls me. And, you know, as far, I'm, at this point, the only interaction I've ever had with the district attorney is what I see on TV. It's like, they are basically, yeah. you know, don't fuck with them, they can wreck your day with a pen stroke. Right. You know, so I'm very cordial with them. You know, and he's like, I'm tired of this hitting my goddamn desk. Tell me in your, you know, tell me your side exactly what you remember, or like everything you can remember. Boom, boom, boom. Tell him everything. He's like, all right, I gotta talk to the other guy. He ends up calling my mother. The, the other guy or the no, DA? The DA calls my mother. Right. She calls me on my lunch break. She goes, "You'll never believe who called me." I was like, "I don't know, Batman." <laughs> She's like the district attorney. She's like. He wanted to call me because in his 30 years of law enforcement or whatever the, you know, that area is, he's never 
have, he's never dealt with somebody so polite as you. And I was like, you? Yeah. Oh, bullshit. And my mom's like, so my question is, who are you and what have you done with my son? <laughs> and I was like, well, you're not wrong. God. But yeah, I guess uh, the guy, like, I, I ended up reading the police report. And it was, this guy was under the influence of alcohol, on drugs, no no kind of ride here, no helmet or nothing, no license to operate a motorcycle, and no insurance on the motorcycle. Jesus. So it was literally like one of my, you know, like if you had a bike and you were like, hey man, you want to take my crotch rocket out for a, you know, rip around the block, and then I wrecked it. Right. You know? So I guess every time this guy would try to sue me, he'd go to a lawyer, and they would just laugh at him. Yeah. Like they would take the case initially, then they would get the police report. You know, so they would take the case, I'd get subpoenaed, they'd get the police report, and they'd laugh at the guy and drop him. Yeah. So yeah, the so the, yeah, the district attorney has a call me later, and he's like, "I'm just gonna throw this out and just pay the tickets to get." Yep. Tired of this shit. Have a good one. Yeah. Is that the only accident you've been in? I mean, aside from like. Hitting deer, but it's Wisconsin. Who hasn't hit a fucking deer? Yeah, true. You went from this state if you haven't hit a deer. Yeah. God. Yeah, why I wrecked my Impala twice. Oh, yeah, with the deer? One of them was with the deer. Yeah. I was so mad. Okay, so, do you remember that car? That yeah. silver Impala. That was, it was fit for a demo, and that was it. Yeah. So we got this car, or I you know, bought this thing. And Landon, I think, had that had a Saturn. Okay. And, you know, they're both shit box cars. We were out at, you know, the old bar down down the street there. Had a few, and we were off to go pick up some marijuanas. Well, you know, so we were dropped his car off, taking my car. Yeah. And I just gotten, like, uh, some front-end work done in my car. You know, I think it was, like, tie rods or wheel bearings or brakes or something. Like, I don't know. But... We go drag racing with these cars, these shit boxes, just to see who's got the shittier shit box. Yeah. You know? We're doing like 100 mile an hour in these pieces of shit. Eventually, you know, we drop them off. I go, you know, drop his car off. We go and get, uh, fucking, uh, the stuff, right? And they, uh, yeah, so I'm going down the street. On the way back over by the truck stop. And as I pull up to the stop sign, like I could feel like the front end of the car shimmy a little bit. So I thought it was just a little weird. Maybe it was a, you know, divot in the road. White turns green, I go to take off, and the driver's side front tire just blows right off the car. You know, blows the fender out and it goes bouncing across the intersection. The cop shows up. We got. You know, probably half a pound of drugs in the car. Yeah, the cop's like, oh, you got it figured out? Have a good one. So I get the fender fixed and everything for the bottomless mechanic. Two days later, Wyatt runs into a deer, caves in that brand new front fender. I uh, couldn't believe it. Yeah, I was like, the one thing you couldn't, you, you know, you're supposed to watch out for, and he just. Yeah. And then I think it was like, and that was Wyatt driving? Yep. And then I, because we, we worked at the same place, so yeah. I would go to his house, pick him up, and then I would just have him drive my car to there so I could nap more. Right. So lazy bum. But, uh, that's one. No, I'm all right. All right. I'm pissing up a storm right now, so. <laughs> uh, but then, like, two days later, driving down the exact same road, he can smoke that deer in. 
if I'm half awake, you know, and it was like it was snowing out, you know, it was slick out. Figured why it was smart enough to drive. Come on. I look up, I like I open my eyes long enough to see where like get a rough estimate of where I'm at. And I know exactly where we're at, and I'm like, he's taking this curve too fast. Yeah. But I like the thought processes or like the thought comes into your head faster than you can have time to process it to like be like, Hey, you need to slow down for this, like you're gonna put it in the ditch. Yeah. And yep. Sure as shit, that thought not more than crossed my mind. The car, boom, right into the ditch, and I was like, "Motherfucker!" Yeah, I had to call one of the guys from work, and he's got the own big three-quarter ton four-wheel drive truck, and he's having a hard time pulling this thing out. Like, rips the hitch right off my car. Oh my god! But it's like, dude, like I get it, it's a shit box, but come on, yeah, bad luck there. Yeah, so why is man from driving ever driving any of my shit? Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't have good luck with vehicles. No, he doesn't. Because yeah, he, he wrecked that tailgate out of that old 50 Chevy, though. Really? What'd he do there? Uh, do you remember when he had that big Cummins with that mm-hmm. big old bash bar on it? Yeah, so he parked it. I guess it wasn't really him. Okay. It was Abby. Oh, but I guess I had he like cranked down the lever hard enough, pulled it out of park. Ooh. You know, <gasps> there and just rammed it right into there. Truck was off, you know. But was that after your dad had that truck? No, it was before. Oh, okay. My dad spent years trying to get that truck. Yeah. Brent, obviously, Brent really should have took previous deals because my dad bought that thing for 500 bucks. Yeah. And that was literally like the lowest the old man has that offered him. Yeah. Because, you know, obviously Brent's got that old Buick in there that needs a transmission. My old man offered to pull that tranny out, pay for it to get rebuilt, and put it back in for that truck. So, Brent would have an empty parking spot in his driveway and a nice car to drive. A nice car. Yeah. A very nice car. (laughs) And he wouldn't take it. Sentimental value is hard, though, man. It is. That's the only reason I still have a shitty G-body El Camino. So, because otherwise I would have fucking... I mean, I would have went out and got a 69. It's also why I yearn for, you know, those early 90s F1 or like Ford pickups. It's like, they're not a, they're not attractive looking. Right. You know, but they fucking run forever. Yeah. And it was my first vehicle, so I guess it's kind of like, you know, uh, you love them or you hate them. Yeah. What I don't understand is our buddy Cody... His yearning for... And I'm just going to put him on blast. I don't care. Those, like, mid-90s, early 2000s Mustangs. Oh, yeah, the Barbie Mustangs? Yeah, I think they're ugly, Yeah, man. between the Barbie and the Fox bodies, that things that, I, like, I understand. The Fox bodies are fast. Yeah, I, they're I, fast. I understand that, and I give them credit for that, but yeah. they are fuck-all ugly. Yeah, and good luck finding one that's not beat to shit. Oh, yeah. Well, a lot of people turn them into fucking drag cars. Yeah. Because, like, they're light. They're agile. Yeah. You know, they're... Easy, like the five O's, you can make immense power out of the bottom end before you got to really do it. Yeah, you know, something like I said, they're fast cars, they're cool little cars, but they're fuck all ugly. Yeah, you know, like you could make the Pontiac Aztec, you know, super badass fast and handle like a freaking supercar, but it's still fuck all ugly. Yeah, you know, hey, Walter White had one in Breaking Bad. Dude, oh my god, <laughs> I was at that uh job where I was making archery targets, right? Yeah, and like. Once a month, we would have, you know, like a safety meeting 
or whatever, some kind of staff meeting where you'd have to, they'd bring in some guy to speak, you know, about sexual harassment or whatever kind of bullshit. And there was this chick that worked there that drove a Pontiac Aztec. Yeah. And the topic was, like, the overall thing was, like, drugs. Oh, no. And so, uh, like, he got to, like, crystal meth, you know, and he's like, do you think they're making this in, like, a nice, uh, you know, like, clean laboratory? He's like, no, they're making this in a trailer. I'm like, yeah, and they drive a Pontiac Aztec. <laughs> Dude, that chick, like, everybody with, like, that was sitting near me couldn't hold their shit together. Yeah. And she, like, fucking about broke her neck to shoot me a bad look. <laughs> and I was just laughing my ass off. God. Like, yep, that was the running joke for, like, three months. Was Pontiac, all you would have to say is just Pontiac Aztec. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Oh, she was mad. And that was, like, the, the like, I guess, the work whore. You know, oh, yeah. she would, like, go around and, like, try to sleep or, like, hit on everybody just so she didn't have to do any work. Yeah. I wasn't about that shit. I'd fucking make you work harder. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. He's, Cody's fascination with those cars is beyond me. I like, mean, people like... The early like, 2000s like, Mustangs. Like, yeah, like, some of them are kind of cool. Like, the like the special editions, like the Terminators or the Cobras. Yeah. But every time I see one, the only, like, the first thing I picture is a goddamn early 2000s Barbie commercial with, like, the powder blue fucking yeah. Mustang and, yep, shitty Barbie hair blowing and like, ah, you know. Cody right next to her, yep. passenger seat. Having a grand old time in his life. Yep. I mean, I'm not saying, like, the cars that I that I prefer are, you know, like, the coolest fucking thing. No. To be honest, I know, like, it's funny, because every girlfriend that I've had, and I'm, like, since I've gotten into, like, where I can actually buy these cars, they're always like, why? Yeah. Like, that thing is ugly as fuck. Yeah. And I was like, this thing's badass. <laughs> yeah, cars are yeah a man's thing anyway, like. Well, like, even, like, like, Wyatt. Yeah. You know? He wants basically, like, a dart. Or a demon. Like he wants something small. He wants something like, yep. He wants an old like sixties, seventies, small car, just to make it go as fast as he can. Yeah, that's his cup of tea, and I'm that more cool. I like to, I like to see I a like little Chevy shoot that with a big block. Yeah, I I rather have a cruiser that that's where I'm I can at. get up and go if I need to. Right, you know, it's where I'm like, my ideal car has got fins. So whether it be you know fifty seven Plymouth, fifty nine Cadillac. You know, something with the big flamboyant fins. I think those things are cool. Get a Bel Air, man. They're overdone, though. I want I want something that's... I like uh, them. Yeah, but I mean, the problem is, because those cars are so quintessential, mm-hmm. quintessential, that even a run-down, rotted-out, junk piece, or it's basically just a shell of a car, you got to find a whole new frame, is still... A five-figure car, yeah, which is ridiculous. Oh yeah, and then you still got to put it all back together, you know. Yeah, that's where. But I mean, it's the same way. There was a, a four-door, a '59 four-door Cadillac, uh, marketplace for six grand, right? Rundown. It was in the process of being restored. Oh, like, okay. like the body was mostly solid. It looked like it needed some rockers. The interior was gone, but all the glass was there. Had motor and trans, you know. But it had the main, you know, the the expensive parts, the big chrome front and rear bumpers, which are like three grand a piece. Yeah. It's obscene. And why it's like, you'd pay six grand for that? I was like, sell the bumpers. Well, I told him, I was like, this is a six figure car when it's complete. 
Like, if you bring it back to factory original, yeah, that's a six-figure car. Were numbers match? You said it did have the motor, or no? Yeah. Were numbers matching? Uh, that I don't know. Oh, that was okay. something I would, I would have to actually physically be there to check. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't you know. You know why it's not a fan of those cars? He thinks those things are absolutely hideous. You know, where I'm like, I think that he's, you know, cranked in the head. Yeah. It's like, how do you not like a big, like... Granted, I'm not a fan of, like, the pink Elvis Cadillac. Like, no. that, I like that modest-out car, but I don't like that color on yeah. it. It looks like shit. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like not too many people have a fascination with El Caminos either. No, it's funny. My uh, my mom and my dad used to own one. Yeah. When my mom and him were dating, and he would let her borrow it for whatever. I don't think she had a car. She would told me she would literally beat the fuck out of that car because she hated it. Oh, like, yeah. She would bottom it out on speed bumps and forgetting. Yep. My aunt fucking hates El Caminos. So when I get this completely restored, I'm just going to go drive by her house every day. You burn out. Oh, yeah. Yep. I don't know. An 84 El Camino, though, I, I'd much rather have, like, a late 60s, early 70s. Yeah, but you, want, it, you want the more, like, the, the Chevelle Malibu front end. Yeah, yep. Kind Instead of like a blue rotted out one that's up there. Right. Instead of the Monte Carlo front end that I got. Yeah. But, you I know, it's like, still my first car. Yeah. I still love it. Yeah, if you still have that, that bond. Yeah. It's seen some shit. Oh, yeah. It's seen too much shit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at another big four-door car. What? Now they call them a C-body car, so it's like, uh, <clears throat> that it's like 68 to 75. Yeah. But it's like uh, Plymouth Furies, Chrysler Newports, 300s, Imperials. That's not a C-body. I'm pretty sure that's a B-body car. No, B-body is a Mopar thing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what an early El Camino because I know, like, the 70s... The one I have is Most a G-body. F-bodies. You have a G-body? Yeah. Yeah. The earlier ones, I'm trying to remember what they are. I think they're, like, an A-body car, aren't they? They might be. It's either A or C, I think. I don't know. I know mine's a G-body, and I can't find parts for it in any fucking junkyard. That one we went to... Jack's Auto Ranch? Yeah. There was two... G-bodies. They were sunk into the ground up to the fucking windshield. And I couldn't get nothing off of them. Nope. It's real sad that places like that are going. Yeah, I know. But I mean, like, Jack's Auto Ranch isn't going because... Uh, that's not going anywhere. Oh, no, I'm saying, like, it's not going because, like, people aren't going there. That place is going because the water table is rising. Well, that too, yeah. Because, like, um, I don't know, because it was you, me, and Wyatt, right? And I went... Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it was like that whole like back half section of lot was entirely underwater. Like, yeah. You couldn't, like if you were walking through there, you were walking across cars. Yep. And that's where I found that one G body, that yep. purple El Camino. <sighs> I'm so sad that thing sunk oh, in dude, there. I, it's like, uh, you know, women go and watch, you know, sappy movies when they need to cry. Yeah. Men go to junkyards <laughs> when they need to cry. <laughs> They're like, oh, look at all these beautiful pieces that yeah. could have been saved. Well, it was like uh, sewers. Wow, when that went down. Oh yeah. Like working, walking through because me and the old man went beforehand. Yeah, you know, before like they were just starting to crush some of the stuff, and they were crushing like the newer cars that you know, like a, your ninety eight Lumina or oh, some dope. shit. Yeah. yeah. 
And like, so we're walking through these classics, and I'm just like, God damn it! Like, if I had the money and the space, I'd fix ninety percent of these. Oh yeah. You know, like there was a nice old Ford, or not a Ford, but like an old Etzel wagon. Yeah, an old big freaking, you know, shark mouth opening. Yep. Damn. The next car I'm gonna get though, going back to being a foreman from Southern Wisconsin. This reason? Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. I've seen a couple of them for sale. I've seen a few, but they just the, the thing that I run into though is there's never that body style. All right. Yep. So I think that's like a '67. I thought it was a '60. Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah. But but I keep finding like '72s and '74s. Yep. Either way, I haven't wanted to be nice. You could literally cruise the vistas. Cruise the vistas. God damn it! It's such a great fucking show. Oh, it is. Best show. I think that's probably my favorite show of all time. Yeah. 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 It's up there. I've been watching, uh, you ever seen Psych? No. It's an old show where this guy pretends to be a psychic detective and helps the cops, but really he's just hyper-observant. It's pretty funny. Um, it's like a comedy version of The Mentalist. Okay. I don't know if you've ever I seen that or I've heard, heard of, it. of it. but yeah. But uh, I've never watched it before, and I don't know. I put it on one night and just... Fell in love with the show. It's pretty good. There was... I can't remember... The, I don't know the name of the show. I keep seeing clips of it on, like, Facebook or whatever. Yeah. But it's, like, this this group of people that are, like, an insanely high IQ, but it's only in, like, specific fields, you know? Oh. And they freaking are, like, helping, like, the CIA or the FBI, like, solve, like, you know, different shit. Aren't they, like, all criminals, too? No. No? Okay. No, these are just, like, hyper-intelligent people yeah. that, like... At one point in time, like, they, they were all friends, and then one of them was, like, at the right time in the right place, and the FBI was like, hey, we could use somebody like you, and he's like, well, it isn't just me, it's, you know... Right. That kind of ordeal. But, like, remember they were looking at, like, art paintings? Like, it was, like, an art thief theft ring, or whatever? Yeah. And, like, the curator, like, the museum curator is like, oh, yeah, these are all authentic, and the guy's, like, looks at it, and he's like, no, it's not. <laughs> That's fake. And like he like he's like carving it up and like the dude's like freaking out. He's like, he's like, no, see, the original had like seven hundred and thirty four brush strokes. This only has seven hundred and thirteen. Oh Jesus! And he's like, how could you possibly know? I was like, I counted them. Yeah. And then he's like, no. Yeah. The crazy thing is like, there's people like that. Yeah. In the real world, like, yeah, it's like nuts. Rain Man. <laughs> Shut that. God <laughs> <laughs> damn. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was good. That was good. You ever thought about doing stand-up, man? You're funny. Nope. You got timing. Oh, you can't stand that long. I can stand that long. Come on. Let's be honest. I can stand it. I used to do it all the time. Yeah. When you were, what, six? <laughs> Five and a half. That's oh, all. sorry. Sorry. You no. got timing. You're funny. See, the problem with me doing stand-up is, like, I feel like I'm probably not good, like, by myself, I would I would think I'm like more like a a David Spade. He does stand up, right? But I mean, like when it comes to like his acting, fuck you, coffee pot. Yeah, fucking interrupting. But like you know, we're like or not David Spade, like Rob Schneider. We're like by himself. Yeah, he's all funny. Right. He's got you know he's he's got his moments where he's pretty funny. But like when he's like a a side character, he has somebody to build off of. Then he's fucking hilarious. 
I think, think you got a confidence problem, Mr. Side Character. Mr. Side Character. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, I don't feel like my stories are all that funny unless you were there. Or like, you know. All you gotta do is word them properly. Yeah. If you're funny. I don't have, I don't know big words, man. If you, I literally had to Google what macabre meant because they kept saying it in the podcast that I was <laughs> If you're funny and you got timing, though, that's really all you need. No. Yeah. That's. See, what I need, like, somebody would have to, like, like, say something, I would trigger something in my brain to where it would be like, oh, okay, there's a perfectly timed line for that. Right. For instance, this is like, you know how you get, like, core memories where, like, doesn't matter how many times you think about it, it puts a smile on your face every yeah. fucking time. The old man was having a party. I can't remember what holiday it was, but like the whole fan family was there, right? A bunch of friends, family. I was bouncing around between you know, the fire and the people playing cards at the table. Well, I got to the card table and this guy's telling a story. They were church going folk. And they were telling a story. He's like, Yeah, man, this guy ends up just farting in church loud as shit. And without missing a beat, I was like, Do you have to sit in his own pew? Like, the entire table lost it. Drinks of spit everywhere. Fucking, like, my old man was crying yeah. from laughing so goddamn hard. <laughs> and he was like, yep, that's my kid. God. I was like, that's fucking hilarious. Like, I was I'm like, I'm sorry to ruin your story, but, like, you get a perfect moment. Yeah. I was like, did you see, um, I don't know who the comedian was, but there was a guy that had, like, a confetti cannon. You know? And yeah. Like, there was, like, a remote. And he just gave it to a random... You know, audience member in the crowd. Oh, I did see that. He's like, yep. the, the perfect moment. You know, like, wait, he's like, wait for a good moment. You know, you don't have to push it right away. And he said something that was like, so my mom died. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, man. I don't know. I'm going to get you up on stage one of these days. Good luck with that. I got some straight, I got some serious stage fright. So do I. I don't know. Like, I'll just stand there and be like, okay. Well, no, I'd, I'd probably say something, but it wouldn't be like, you know, genuine, like this. Right. It would be something like, uh, you know, why did the, you know, why can't the vampire, why did the vampire suck at art? Because he could only draw blood. Uh, you know, dumb shit like that, like, because I would just fucking freeze up. Yeah. Like a deer in the headlights. That's why you gotta practice, man. In a mirror by myself? That's what I do. No joke, because of, I'm so nervous if I go up there cold, dude. It's, Terrible. I'll record myself I'd and listen to my set on my way to the club. See, like, I would have to go up there fucked up. Yeah, I have a drink or two. Oh, no, like, I'd have to be, like, fucking ate a goddamn pop cookie fucked up. A lot of people do it, so. Then I'd be laughing on goddamn jokes too much. That's fine. It's only about having fun. One time. You'll fall in love with it. Get up there. One time. That's, that's the same thing they say about meth. One time. Hey, man. I didn't fall in love with her. <laughs> uh, I should probably tell that story, but... Yeah, do it. No. Yeah, man. Because it's a bit... Oh, is it? Yeah, it's you tough on now. stage. No. No. Holy shit. We've been going for like two and a half hours. Oh, yeah. Talking about nothing. Yeah, pretty much. What are we, Joe Rogan? No, he talks about stuff. Yeah, he does. He's a very talented individual. He's a great interviewer, too. Yeah. He just asks questions and then. I'm kind of curious how much research he does, like on his. It sounds like he does a lot. So, he was actually talking about his preparation on one of them. He said it depends on the guest. Like if it's just a comedy buddy, no preparation. Yeah, because you're just but, there to shoot shit. 
if it's something like he's interested in that's like I don't know out of his wheelhouse almost then he does a, a, like a lot of research also like but that Sam and Kobe do that on yeah he said Kobe he watched him. he watched a bunch of their videos and oh man you know what I did hear though listening to Joe Rogan I heard Joe getting like feisty with one of his interviewers oh really yeah, he was like, shut the fuck up, dude. Seriously, shut the fuck up. Oh, yeah. Him and his, uh... Oh, who was that? Uh, the dude that runs Barstool. Oh, Dave Portnoy, yeah. 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 Because they were, like, arguing about, uh... Like, um... Some MMA fighter, and, you know... Oh, yeah. He's like, this guy is a... Oh, it was, a uh, fighter and the, the boxer. Guy. Yeah. Tommy Fury, I think. I think so. Yeah, because... Yeah, because, yeah, it was Tyson Tyson's Fury's brother. brother, yep. And yeah, it's like like the whole time I'm like yeah, I'm like backing down this driveway. I got the thing cranked because I don't know, so I don't have to listen to the fucking truck. And all you just like shut the fuck up and let's watch this. Shut the fuck seriously. Shut the fuck up. As I'm pulling into like this is like a nice ass residential like house. Oh yeah. And I'm just like all you all I hear is just, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I listen to him at work all the time. Yeah, well like. It's like I I just listen to people like that he interviews that I would find interesting. I listen to almost everything. Um, yeah, some of the political ones get kind of dry for me. And yeah, like, because I'm I'm basically apolitical. I'm done with politics. Yeah, I'm all it does is depress and divide the people. So yeah, and the only like the downside is I, where I work. There's some very political people. I'm friends with people on both sides of the aisle. I'm not letting that affect well, me anymore, so. I just kind of, like, I'm just tired of listening to it. Yeah. You know? That's, because, like, well, like, people identify by yeah. their political views. It's like. Well, I mean, you know, whatever side you go for is whatever side you go for. That's your own personal. Right. But they're, like, excessively Republicans. Yeah. And I'm just like, I get it, man. You're blue collar. You know, you're fucking. Right. You're gruff. Yeah. You know, I was like. Just the. The radicals on either yeah. side are just... I think there's good and bad to both sides, yeah. you know. I just think we all ought to just fucking smoke a bowl yeah. and see how we feel. Yeah, why not? I mean, if... I don't know. I don't like talking politics yeah, either I anymore. Either. I, I used to do it, and it's just... It's a waste of time. Oh, yeah, because all you're doing, you're a dog chasing your own tail. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Yeah. You're mad at the tail for knocking over the fucking lamp. Yeah. And the tail's mad at you for trying to bite it. Exactly. It's Yeah, you're just fucking whoop, 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 yeah. bullshit. You know, I don't like it. Well, there's people whose job it is to do that, they can do it. I'm not gonna waste my time trying yeah. to do that. So And that's why I listen to like horror story podcasts and like stuff oh, like yeah. that. You know, like um yeah, the one I've been watching or listening to is Horror from the Heartland. There's yeah. um there's one guy that's he's like he literally like I've never seen his face because obviously it's a podcast, but like I just picture this guy as like Uncle Jesse from Dukes oh, of Hazzard. Oh Jesus, the yeah. old one or the new one? The old one. Oh nice. You know, not really awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like just this old dude, you know, like that would be like you'd see him on his porch, like eating the apple off the end of his knife. Yeah. You know. And yep, he, I think that one's uh. Scary, scary tales told are they, in the dark. Are they story form, where they're telling the story? Yeah. Okay, because I've tried to, I've listened to a few where they're just going over like the facts of stuff. No, no. And I'm like, 
I don't. I want a story form one. There's a, a couple I gotta remember the name of where they have like multiple voice actors. Yep. You know, and those ones some are like those actually get pretty immersive. Yeah. You know the way that because obviously it's not just one person going from like you know oh I was walking down the street and I seen this lady I was like hi hi you right. know like bullshit you know it's genuinely actual different people yeah yeah so those ones get pretty cool. Um, I pretty much listen to strictly. Like Rogan and comedy podcast, yeah. and I've been trying to mix it up. That's why I was trying to find a like a horror one. Cause yeah, I'll listen right. to like Tiger Belly with uh, Bobby Lee. Um, sometimes this past week on weekend with Theo. Uh, Flagrant, you listen to Flagrant with Andrew Shaw's? No. Oh man, he's funny. Andrew Shaw's is one of the best comedians right now. I think. Ari Shafir's podcast I listen to. But I, I gotta mix it up. I can't do everything comedy. I think there's one that was called like Chilling Tales. Yeah, Chilling Tales for Dark Nights. Horror okay. Hill. Awesome. Yeah, I'll look into those. Yeah, there's there's some good ones. Uh, some of the sort of like, obviously like with anything, there's stories that are just kind of like, eh. Yeah. I got just like, the last one I listened to was like some vampire that was basically all up in his feelings oh yeah because he couldn't see his reflection like he thought that jesus uh, yeah but everybody in the world was lying to him because yeah. you know like for all they they could just be nice be you know trying to be nice but like oh no you're a very handsome individual and really this motherfucker looks like freddy krueger or some shit yeah. you know so like he ends up like kidnapping some artist and like making him paint him every day all day so we could see like the different expressions on his face to see if he was ugly. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> like, it was fuck, it was fucked up. It was like a stupid story. Like, like, I wasn't a fan of that one. But then there was ones where it was like these two daughter like sisters would play games when they were kids. Uh, like they were like the weird kids. Yeah. And they were playing with the other kids. But if they played with the other kids, basically the game they were playing was called I Win. Yeah. And if they didn't win, they'd make a new rule to where they did win. So they'd be playing, like, hopscotch, and, like, somebody would be in the hopscotch, and they would, like, take a brick and, like, throw it at them. And what? Like, new rules. Yeah, like, it was, like, a, you know, a fucking... Jesus. A macabre kind of game. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as it got as they got older, it turned into, like, they would, like, lure men into, you know, they'd go to the bar, pick one up, and lure them to this, like big house they had where they had like four different rooms and they would murder these fucking dudes are these all fiction stories or yeah these are all like, oh okay I love like I've been listening to a little bit of true crime podcast yeah too. like I, I kind of want to get into that at the same time like that seems like a very basic thing to do yeah it is like I'm a basic all, bitch man so like for you I think it would have to be the crime in question you know like the, what what type of crime it was. Oh, yeah. Like, if it was, you know, just a simple case of, like, fucking... Who spray-painted the bridge? Yeah, I don't really care. But if it's, like, somebody that went on a, you know, 200-person killing spree. Yeah. Like, there was one I would... Um, oh, I used to listen to a podcast. I gotta get back into it. It was, uh... I don't know the name of it, but it was basically all about different cults around the world. Yeah. And, I mean... They went in deep about these cults, like, who started them, why, how they were, like, 
created, how they escalated, all this shit. And I don't know why, but that interested me so much. Hmm. And I don't know why somebody... I was writing a joke about this, but I couldn't finish it. So... <laughs> just too dark? No, I just couldn't... It still might be a bit one day, whatever, but... I just don't know why somebody wouldn't create a program to teach all these incels. You know what incels are? Not believers. Involuntary celibate. So old men that are still virgins. Anyway, I don't know why somebody wouldn't just create a program, charge like 50 bucks, and teach them how to be cult leaders. Because cult leaders get more pussy than anybody on this planet. Yeah. And it doesn't make sense. No. Fuck. But. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. There was, I don't know, I think, like, the true crime, like, if I was going to, like, listen to a podcast, like, the one that, because, uh, like, that haunted house or whatever. Yeah. From that Rogan podcast, like, the guy, like, murdered the parents and then, like, four kids or whatever with an axe, but he used, like, the blunt end of the axe because it was faster because of, you know, yeah. you know, and then he'd, like, make dinner and eat in there and whatever, like, the guy would just, like, hop on a train car and go, like, yeah. I would, I would listen to a podcast on that fucking story for oh, sure yeah. like you know how did that one end I yeah, want to know like is this guy did they ever find him did he just die of old age did somebody gun him down yeah you know did they trap him in a boiler room and light him on fire with his knife hands and a green and red sweatshirt I don't think that happened <laughs> Freddy's just a blatant rip off of Edward Scissorhands Ooh. anyway did you know that uh, Jason Voorhees Comes from the uh, Evil Dead universe. What? I thought he was. Okay. Anyway, go I, on. I forget though what the what they call him, like what their official term is, like the kind of demon that it is. But yeah, the uh, that that Book of the Dead, like they call like the Necronomicon. Okay. That you see in like the movies, mm-hmm. like the Army of Darkness movies. That book is actually in the first Jason movie. Really? Yeah. It's laying on the counter, like where his like mom's head is. You know, it's, yeah, that, like, altar kind of deal. Yeah. yeah, it's literally laying closed on that altar. Huh. I did not know that. Yeah, I just found this out recently, no. too. I've heard that Camp Crystal Lake was based on a camp in Wisconsin. Is that true? Honestly, I don't know. I also I, heard... I do know a lot of, like, weird, like, movie things. Like, quips that, like, setups or whatever yeah i'm sure everybody in every state probably thinks it was based on something near them because i've also heard that that weary road we were talking about i heard that old man weary was the inspiration for freddy krueger too yeah i feel like that's probably just a wives you think so yeah because they were both killed for the same reason yeah so i don't know yeah uh, i think that was just a mere coincidence yeah kind of probably thing. Cause I feel like that would have been more of a, a thing. Yeah, Wisconsin sucks. Although, have you seen the movie The Bye Bye Man? Mm-mm. So that's Is it on a, Netflix? I believe so. Okay. But uh, that takes place in Sun Prairie. No shit. There's actually, like, in the people's houses, or in the people's house. What's it about? It's about The Bye Bye Man. Like a serial killer? Ah, uh, it's like a... I guess I would call it, like, an entity. Oh, Okay. Is but it like, based on like true events? Yeah. Okay. But uh, it's like there's a there's a poster over the dude's couch that says Edgerton, Wisconsin on it. No shit. Yeah. You're lying. Yeah. Edgerton, Wisconsin doesn't make posters. 
but that well I was like well you know that's pretty cool yeah you know wow alright I'll have to watch it but, but um yeah it's it's a good movie I don't wanna I don't wanna spoil it for you uh, but. yeah but it's it happened like it's based on true events I, I believe that's what the beginning of the movie right. says we should go ghost hunting at this bye bye man house dude I've seen that movie a few times I'm uh don't be a pussy <laughs> Hey, man, let's go check out that, was that, Rodney? Robert? Yeah, let's go check out Robert, then. Okay, I'm down. <laughs> I'll take a picture of him. Yeah, you won't. Yeah, I will. I'll ask first, though, because <laughs> that's what you're supposed to do, I guess. Oh, that'd be nuts. How do you, but yeah, how do you get to get an answer? Is it going to look at you and be like, yeah, homie? Who cares about an answer? I asked. What if he says no, man? Well, then you took his picture without his consent. I still asked. I mean, he'll respect me for it. Stupid ass dinosaur. <laughs> no, we've been going for like well over two hours. I gotta get home pretty soon, so. Yeah, you're good. Any more final thoughts? Gotta figure out a name for this thing. I mean, that's yeah, not we do. Part of this, but. Well, we'll figure it out. Yeah. I'm gonna post this right away. So. Yeah, I'm sure there's probably some good chunks you gotta edit out. You know. Maybe. Long, long sullen silences. Yeah, probably. But whatever. Yeah. All right, man. Well, uh, what are you doing next weekend? You want to do it again? Yeah, that's fine. All right. Sounds I good. I don't think I have anything going on. I don't even know what day that is, but yeah. Sweet. We'll figure it out. All right. Till next time. Yeah. Till next time. Bye. Bye.